Since Chad isn't ready, we went live tonight, Saturday night. It's Saturday night special. The show, the premiere show on Renovision. And the premiere show on Absolute Geek. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. You're not wrong. <laughs> no, but we got a lot of fun stuff to do tonight. We got the Chad on, so. Butt chugging. He's butt chugging there, so we're 30 seconds in, so we can say butt chugging. So we got a lot of fun stuff for you. We've got reviews. We've got stuff that we're going to talk about. we got our top five. We have moo reviews. So I moo think, reviews. What is it? The fuck is a moo review? Moo. See, mine's Movies. better than yours. Mine is better than yours. <laughs> We're gonna be looking at cows and deciding which ones is best. And then you missed Hosting. it, but uh, stumbling Jedi is ready to fuck. Unprotected sex. Is there any other kind? (laughs) That's one way to start a podcast, huh? (laughs) And on that, we lost two viewers. So sweet. (laughs) (laughs) So how's everybody doing tonight? It's Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Most of us have a three-day weekend. Super excited for my three-day weekend. I am going to a wrestling event after the show tonight is it little people wrestling no that's next time that's coming in november no this is called party hard wrestling they were featured on a netflix show called travels with my father um it's a british british guy and his dad travel the world and one of their stops was here in mesa at party hard wrestling and went saw them about two three years ago and we're going back for their finale. This is their, their series finale. I assume they put on a good show. Otherwise, you wouldn't be going back. It's like being in a cartoon. Oh, God. My, my two favorite my two favorite uh, crews were there was a guy called Serial. And Serial has the abilities of whatever character is on the Serial box he wears on his head. And the night we were there, it was Count Chocula. So he was a vampire. Dude, that's an uh, that's a, that's a tier Serial right there. <laughs> yeah, well, he was he was a murderer in the ring. I was uh, hoping was, it was cereal with a C and not cereal with a S. I'm very proud of that cereal guy. with a. It was cereal with a C. I'm proud of that guy. And uh, the other, the, the, my favorite though was the Bayside Besties. Two guys. One of them is dressed like AC Slater. The other one's dressed like Zach Morris. And the Zach Morris character can time out. That's his power in the ring. He yells timeout, everybody freezes, and then he can mess with with everybody's position in the ring. Uh, I don't know if there are if either of those guys is on the ticket tonight, but hopefully we get to see some similar uh, cartoon antics. That's awesome. Sounds like an unfair advantage he has. Zach Morris has always been a manipulative dick. <laughs> yeah. Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> <laughs> fucking big old dick dude he's a manipulator <laughs> he's a fucking con artist that needs bullshit but he's still fucking pretty badass yeah well it turns out all of those dick moves are really good in the ring dick move time out 
What do you mean, tug out, bitch? Can he like move other? They can move. He can move people into position however he wants. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Sixty-nine. <laughs> Everybody would be fucking right at crotch level. Yeah, man. You're just gonna turn him into human centipede, Kyle. That would be your move. Yep. He talked girl into an eating disorder. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. He tried so, to help Jesse when she was so excited. Hey man, but you know what? They got her off caffeine pills. Caffeine pills. Caffeine pills. Yeah. I'm so yeah. excited. They hooked her up to you. Wasn't she studying to get into college and that's why she was taking those caffeine pills? Yeah. No, she was studying to get into that bed right behind you. Hat. Dude, hey, yo, this, this is my backdrop. It's what I got tonight. It's what I got to work with. Between Kyle's place. Kyle's uh, curtains and your back, I'm feeling pretty good. We're in the same in room. The same room, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am. I'm just. I'm just in the sweet part by the couches. <laughs> this is where all the action does not go down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Say it isn't so. Unfortunately, it's true, man. This is the hotel room. Chad, you look like what? you're gonna. You, you look like you're getting ready to announce a halftime show. What's going on? Shit's going down tonight, boys. What we got on the 50-yard line is some good shit. Matt's going to bully me around. I'm going to try to score a touchdown or two, and we're going to call it a game. <laughs> Back to you, Matt. <laughs> I'm not bullying anybody around. No, I bombed miserably on AGP last night, so I'm hoping I can uh, redeem myself by not being an idiot tonight and being enhanced with alcohol. You're already talking. You're more talkative than you were last night, so you're already doing exponentially better. I appreciate you don't look that. like a screensaver in the lower right-hand corner. I appreciate oh, okay. that. Screensavers in our time, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> We've had quite a few people on the show, Matt, over the past years that they would they would announce their name. They wouldn't say anything or move for, you know, Three hours, and then they would say, I'm so-and-so. I'll see you later. Yeah. Or they tell you about how they have this awesome thing that they got to do and they want to talk about. And they get on the show, and they're just like, hi. And then it's – they don't tell you – when you you have to, like – when you're asking them about their, their thing, it's like pulling teeth, whether it be droid building or, you know, anything else. It's like pulling teeth. <laughs> That's going to be me tonight. <laughs> See, I, most people just can't get me to shut up about dodgeball. I'm talking dodgeball all the time, and everyone's like, that's enough. Can we stop with the dodgeball? That's why, that's why I had to do Thresholds of Reality so I could talk about something else for change. It's actually kind of funny that you talk about dodgeball as much as you do because ten, when I first moved to Knoxville, I was looking. I worked like seasonal work. I was looking for just like a part-time gig to do like in the wintertime. And one of the options, and I actually went and talked to the people, was to be a dodgeball referee. And the person was like, we'll pay you 10 bucks an hour or whatever they wanted to do. And they're like, basically, you just had to babysit grown adults that are acting crazy. And so apparently it's been around forever for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> There's referees and shit. Yeah. Not in my league. But yeah, there I, are. No. That hey, I didn't take the job. I decided to do nothing. Time that's well spent. Even, that's even better. 
No, I should have though. I'm sure dodgeball is badass. Uh, maybe I don't know. It's a what do you mean? Game. It's a child's game. Uh, so it really depends on how you play it. Uh, most of the dodgeball leagues I I have seen, they're not badass. It's just a bunch of people throwing foam balls at each other, and they're they're very sensitive about it. Do you guys meet up at like a school? Me. Like a like a high school like where do you guys do this? Yeah, at? we're we're in an outdoor racquetball court. We used to play with volleyballs, but too many fingers got broken, so everyone whined and said, "Hey, let's get those foam balls." So now we're, we're using foam balls too. Oh yeah, but foam at least ball. it's in a hundred degree weather, so there is some toughness required. All right, enough of that shit. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> so, Matt, what do we got for the docket? I think we got some news to start off tonight, don't you? Don't we? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure we do. I fucking hope so. <laughs> I do, you, We're starting you off tonight. That, wait, we gotta we hit, that intro? News intro that, uh, we, hit that intro. That yeah. intro. I it didn't work. I hit it and it didn't work. All right, let's try it again. Ready? Three, two. I think it didn't work because I hit it as I was trying to share the the slide deck. So stupid is thing. Is this going to be about Obama, the, the news break about Abomination and his getting out of jail? And we're going to talk about fucking Shang-Chi. And... Yep, that's exactly what's going to happen. Nailed it. Nailed Fuck. it. Nailed it. You were. I thought we were going to talk about how Abomination has no junk. That's That's also probably going to be. A conversation to be had now he doesn't, he doesn't have any Not junk yet. he doesn't have no junk man i gotta google this he's gonna he's gonna pleasure his seven loves with absolutely nothing <laughs> that's uh, first up tonight warren have, jeffs uh whoa i don't know aoa i think damien is best robin but uh mcfarland toys reveals that robin tim drake will be the newest Thank addition to the company's gold label collection uh, at first look at Drake's gold label figure was revealed on McFarland Toys' social media accounts, including Twitter. The design features uh, Tim's black, red, and gold Robin outfit, although not the red Robin suit with the full cowl and his bow staff. The collectible will be available exclusively from Amazon.com. I like it. I think it looks cool. I don't know. He's making pucker face like he wants, like, like he's waiting for a kiss. I don't know. Hey, hey, Jedi, there's no fucking commenting on the chat when you're on the goddamn show. Bro, I had to, I had to reread exactly what you just said because I blacked out when you were saying when I, when I noticed Hartman was in here, I blacked out. So the tetherball was the best, man. I loved tetherball. Yeah, you and Hartman have a, uh, a weird bond after last night, huh? I'm not going to comment in the fucking chat anymore. I'm not allowed to chat. I'm not allowed to type. Apparently, I get told what to do on here, too. <laughs> you can yeah. say out loud oh fuck Hartman is here I apologize I didn't want to interrupt Matt oh my gosh Why, what does it have to go back to me I didn't even say anything I'm blaming you for everything tonight Jedi just, just do what you want to do man 
All right. I appreciate that. Don't ask that. Matt for permission. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, don't ask me for shit. Thanks, Sam. I just work here. Poorly at my dad. <laughs> Do you get a paycheck? <laughs> I, I wish. I should. But Did you see the new uh, McFarland uh, Flash figure? No, I haven't. It looks like butthole. Do you have a picture of it? I'm trying to find a good one. The one that made it really truly look like butthole. So give me a second to find it. I'll look for the crow like a one small as well. little like butthole with a flash symbol. Yes, it is. That is exactly it. It's an anal bead with a flash symbol on it. <gasps> I gotta find that. <laughs> the uh but I mean, you guys have been watching as these be, these things have been coming out. I mean, what do you guys think? Because they've been he's been talking about. He's shown off multiples of every, you know what I mean? What do you guys actually think? I think, honestly, unless it's like a premiere <laughs> figure, like the Spawn figures or some of the Batman stuff he's done, his basic DC figures, I feel like, are are the quality is going down exponentially on him. Like, I feel like they're just <laughs> phoning in the quality on these figures now, and the fact that it's a McFarlane doesn't really mean anything anymore. Here, look, I'll bring up. Go ahead. Go it's ahead, kind of a sh- it's kind of a shame too that McFarlane's figures are going to go to shit because I I can remember I don't remember how many years ago but I watched a video with him talking about you know selling figures and how people were wondering how he got so good at selling figures and it's like I just fucking see a picture and I recreate you know the picture recreates it and they look great so McFarlane was selling badass toys for a long time all his figures were nice I don't know a lot about these but I just know that. That Robin, in my opinion, looks like shit. And if this is the Flash one that I'm looking at on yeah. Google, it, it looks like dog shit, too. I've, That's I've my opinion. It. Let's see. So here... Here's Superman, which is kind of... Taken over by Poison Ivy. When Like, what was the mustache? That's kind of a badass toy. Here's that the Flash one. All those toys look terrible, man. They do. They look terrible. Fucking Target toys, man. People go crazy for those. I mean, it's hard to make. It's hard to screw up Batman the animated series. I think they. Yeah. I mean, like the Joker dragon from um, Dark Knight's Death Metal is really cool looking, but yeah. So okay, that's his upper lip. It looked like a mustache at first. <laughs> Put it. That's awesome. I yeah, that's super dope. Yes. Is that a that's not available right now though, is it? These are these are coming up. Can't let's see. I tried to find, but yeah, that Batman the Animated Series figure makes it look like Batman skipped leg day. Oh, he did. Like this one, does it does it open up? This one is fucking. Uh... Hair rubble. Yeah, well said. Right. 
That's bad. just I don't know. As a bad as figure. a Flash fan, I'm not digging it. No. Like it's just not. It's just not there. He's just. You're right. I think he's just phoning it in. It looks like they made a bunch of figures for that uh, Power Rangers movie that came out a few years ago, and they just had a bunch of Red Ranger figures left over. So they're like, "We're gonna, we're just gonna turn it into the Flash." It's kind of got like the same visor, got the same vibe. Just doesn't. Why? Why is the Flash, Flash wearing a visor? Because <laughs> he does in that comic. It's just terrible. It's looking like a terrible figure. He They're gonna sell out. No, uh, no, the page punchers. My my local my local LCS has a ton of the page puncher stuff, so I don't see him selling out or nothing. Not a like, dude. That flash down there is pretty bad. Look, that Batman, Superman, and Flash all right there are pretty bad. What the hell is that Black Adam? <laughs> I'll bring that up next. Oh, these are the three inch figures. Dude, like, yeah, this is. Yeah, a- check out his hand. Oh, yeah, what? Yeah. You know what he's gonna be doing tonight? Yeah. Oh. Like, he's gonna be showing up at Jedi hotel room. He's having dreams of skiing. Oh, dude, please, please. Oh man, it's it, and, yeah, it's Circle, like bio, um, anatomically correct. Yeah, he's in the perfect position for the the stop. Don't come in as he's getting caught. So you can put one up like this. Why it's like this? Yeah, I like that. He told you not to come in when I'm doing my room. (laughs) What's that from? Mom, you gotta knock. That's a that's a scary movie. Yeah, I'm cleaning my room. Told you not to come in when I'm cleaning my room. (laughs) Hartman says he's describing his girth. Yeah, my girth. And then, okay, let me bring up. <laughs> Joe Doolin wants to know: Does Flash come with a lady choking action? <laughs> it looks like he's ready to choke something. I don't know if it's necessarily a lady. I think it's closer to a chicken, but yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that's just spank me. a monkey. <laughs> yeah, what is that? That's fucking terrible. Cross eyed. <laughs> looks like his chin's falling off. He's got a lazy eye or two. Or two? Yeah, man, that's not good. He's got that hard, like, Dracula Widow's, Widow's Peak rocking. Yeah, that's cool. It looks like clay, dude. Like, Eddie what's that Monster. clay show? He's got the plastic cape. They should have went old school and made it like a cloth cape. Those old yes. school toys where you get the, the cloth cape on them. Yes. He's a... F- it's not rare I'm going to get on Todd McFarlane a little bit, but he's dude's fucking phoning it in. And if he mirrored it after this cover, dude, he, not yet. he's fucking he's tripping. The dude's just stacking cheddar. Stacking cheddar off these toys. What yeah, the I, fuck is a, that? There was a time where McFarlane toys was right up there with like Maybe not on the same level as Hot Toys because those are real, real exclusive and good toys. But like when you got a McFarlane figure, you saw McFarlane, it was a name that you're like, oh man, that's a badass figure. That's gonna be great quality. And just seems like 
ever since they started doing a lot of mass production of things and putting things in Walmart and, and all that, their, their quality has definitely gone downhill. Their exclusive really stuff like those it. spawn figures are really cool, but this stuff is just not good. You really kind of saw it as the popularity of the Walking Dead toys. Yeah. You really, you really saw it. Oh, poor Superman. He's got the pants. His shirt's a little bit smaller. Yo, <laughs> man. <laughs> he does have the pants. <laughs> little jumper. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Poor Superman. I hate to uh, say it, but... How's he take a shit? <laughs> buttons. I bet there's buttons, dude. On the toilet, like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> In the Wait. air, over your house, and he just drops it like a Boeing bomb, like a plane. <laughs> yeah, he gives it a super squeeze. I don't remember Clark Kent ever dropping a load. I, I don't think it's ever been addressed on... TV show, nothing. I never walked. Never walked out of the bathroom. Nothing. Dude, what happened? Leave that right up here? to your imagination. There, stumbling. <laughs> Why he has no ear? Look at that chin. Yo, just that. <laughs> just look at that chin. He is ready to chin out Lois Lane. <laughs> ready to get chinned <laughs> deep in that, it. That makes up for his girth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Clear a place to sit on my face. Joe's Dylan wants to know: Does Constantine, Constantine come with a cigarette? Let's let's see. Comes with a vape pen. <laughs> I, it, I mean, it, it, it's 2022, man. Who who the fuck smokes cigarettes? Right. What do you think, Sam? Do you collect oh. toys at all? Do you look at, at toys? Are you into toys? I got some toys, um, but mostly. I'm I'm so glad that they provided you with the rip in the jeans. <laughs> no cigarettes, Mostly it looks like, like though. Anime look stuff. at that! Look at, look at that first yeah, picture. hell yeah. What's that look from? That One, piece. One Piece, dude. I'm scared look. of One Piece. You're scared look of One Piece. Look at that person. Look at that. That's a, that's a commitment. That's a big old digit, man. <clears throat> that's it's where he's ready, to You're of he's ready to finger justice. Very. It looks like She-Hulk, like like during She-Hulk, her hands are all huge, and that that that's exactly what I thought of when I saw that. I was like, oh, that was like, oh, dude, I love finger. that. I love that Liam Neeson as Superman right there. When I meet Todd McFarlane again, I'm going to be like Todd. You need to quit phoning in your toys, bro. And sign my book. And then sign my book. <laughs> so. Let's see what we got here. Dude, those index fingers are fucking massive. Dude. He's got, his, he's got to get his finger banging action up to snuff, man. Good for him. He's got, what is that, carpal tunnel where your hands are all messed up? <laughs> I'm working too hard. But I just, dude, he just, he's, phone, hands. he's phoning it in. <laughs> <laughs> All deformed fingers. I'm gonna have to have a talk with fucking Todd. Look at that, <laughs> dude. It's like half the size of his leg. It does. It looks like an uncircumcised dong, man. <laughs> it really does. Hang on. 
towel. Hartman says carpool <laughs> tunnels are my favorite. <laughs> oh yeah, you get home from work faster at the carpool tunnel. <laughs> all right, so that was my. I'm glad you guys all feel the same way that I do about McFarland's shitty new line of toys. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Then next we have we have uh, Jared Leto, right? Yes. Yeah, let me get this back up here. Uh, DC Comics just took a hilarious shot at Jared Leto's Joker. That's the latest issue of Harley Quinn, the animated series tie-in comic. In the story, two Jokers, the mayor Joker from the animated universe meets uh, his own three Jokers-esque clown. His college friend is someone the Joker isn't keen on meeting again as the comedian considers the clown tacky and unfunny. After the pair fight later in the issue, the two reminisce about the picture of the three Jokers, including a Joker, uh, including a joke at Jared Leto's Joker's expense as he sits between them with a twisted tattoo on his forehead. As you can kind of see up here in the first panel. Frat boy Joker. Yes. <clears throat> I I think it's funny that they did that. I, I hope I hope my buddy Jared takes it in stride and just Did you text him and ask him? Himself. I'm going to oh I'll text him right now. Hit him up on WhatsApp. He texts me all the time, so let's uh I'll jump on here right now. Let's see, Jared. Jared Leto. He's a, he's a creepy dude, man. Why do you say that? I just get like this weird vibe. Any when I see any like type of YouTube videos with Jared Leto, right. in particular, I saw one where he was getting a haircut from a guy, and he's I don't know. I just get a creepy vibe from Jared Leto. I know he's a great oh, actor. He's a. That's, I know what it is. I know what it is. It's Morbin time. <laughs> You're getting more by Jared Leto. He's kind of creepy, man. You're getting the morbs. You're getting the morbs from him. <laughs> okay, I just text them. Does it say received? <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry, everybody. I'm going to address the hard hitting questions. I text Jared. Hopefully, he texts me back because we are old friends. It looks like you guys have had a long chat history when you showed us that. So, been a while. It's hey, been a minute. Kyle doesn't have to. Kyle doesn't have to divulge the ins and outs of his relationships here on the on the chat. My apologies again. So, you know, I do. I do know Jared Leto. He is a buddy of mine. He gets the long hair look because I. I, I said, you know. You know, when uh, when you guys filmed uh, one of your videos and you had that short black hair, I was like, you know what you really need to do, Jared? He's like, what, Kyle? What should I do? And I was like, yeah. sit down. I'm going to talk to you. I was like, you need to go with the, the blondish. You need to grow it back out. Grow it out long. So you've got more of that Jesus look. Grow, you grow your beard out. And he was like, you really think so, Kyle? And I was like... <laughs> I was like, dude, would I lead you astray, Jared? He's like, you know, you never have. I said, so why would I start now? He's like, you're right, Kyle. I'm going to do it. And I was like, and look what happened. Leading roles all the time. So you're welcome, Jared Leto, for the bit of advice that I had given you. I'm glad that you have propelled into awesome roles. And you're welcome. And 
just you know send me them concert tickets next time you come through yeah <laughs> so the real hard-hitting part of the new segment that i wanted to talk about was the fact that you are the reason that jared leto won a best supporting actor uh oscar for dallas buyers club you talked him into so, that role so when I, when he was thinking about getting that role he called me and he was like uh kyle getting this role where I have to get uh, really skinny and I'm going to be, you know, dressing up like a woman and stuff and I'm going to be with uh, Matthew McConaughey. He's like, what do you think? I was like, dude, all right, all right, all right, dude, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you some advice right now. I was like, do it, man. He's like, you think so? I was like, dude, I'm telling you, man, this is you were born to do something like this. You're gonna win an award. It's like right. you really think I am, and I'm like, dude, how can you not? You're Jared fucking Leto, right? And he was like, you know what, Kyle, you're right. I was like, why do I always have to tell you that I will never lead you astray? Right. And that's what he said. Right. Right. And he's like, all right, I'm gonna do it. I was like, just, just dive into it man and fucking truly 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 just let this role like totally engulf you and let your method acting method acting truly truly shows what you got and he's like yes so we called matthew after that and Matthew was like, all right, all right, all right. He didn't, Matt McConaughey didn't have a shirt on. I've heard this story before. He did not have a shirt on when he answered the phone. And since Matthew McConaughey does not wear deodorant, we could totally smell him through the phone, which is all right, because I thoroughly enjoyed his musk. So it was all right. All right. So, and all right. All right. All right. All right. That's what I love about them high school girls, man. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that today. I was driving by somewhere. I was like, I keep getting older. They keep staying the same age. <laughs> well, that's because the, the funny story is you got to let people in. And is that Kyle is very like popular in the, the movie circles. Like some of the best lines Kyle's responsible for, like him and Matthew McConaughey were just having a talk one day. And, you know, he, he said that line in high school that high school girls – you know, I keep getting older and they stay the same age. And Matthew McConaughey improvised that. And then even Forrest Gump, Kyle, during monsoon season, Kyle's walking outside with Tom Hanks. And he's like, man, it's raining some big old fat rain. And he used that in Forrest Gump. So there's a lot of lines in movies that Kyle is directly responsible for. And, and that and is I'm, why. I'm not, I'm not an attention-seeking guy. So I tell them there's no need to credit me for it. I just period. I want you to succeed. And yes. I'm going to do everything I can to help you succeed. Yes. I like being the guy behind the curtain that helps give people a push. Like Sam. I'm the guy behind the curtain giving him a push to talk about something besides dodgeball. Except so, for you're on camera too, Kyle. Oh, I'm I'm giving you the push underneath the table. Between Kyle the sits there, lean back, arms crossed, disapproving. Like he's just waiting for you to, you know, make your mark. He's he's making sure that you're hitting all the high notes. Hey, I I, I, I want to make you shine. I'm 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 helping you. That's and this is this is what I do in the 
movie world as well. So, have any of you guys read McConaughey's book Green Lights? No, it's it's really good. That guy has had, has an interesting story of how he actually got into film and like the stuff that he went through. It's I recommend the audiobook, you know, because he narrates he it, it and he's yeah, and he just sounds odd fucking sexy. Yes. Yes. It's a really good book slash audio book. It that guy's got a crazy history. He comes from a ton of money anyways. So So this is the, the when I when I was sitting here and talking about planning the show this week, this news article came up. And it was Thanos is becoming a, is rising in popularity with baby names. And Jumping I would ahead, like, but, all right. <laughs> I'm just going in the order of the, the, of the outline, my friend. I'm sorry about that. I, you're jumping ahead of the outline too. I'll, uh, I'll push you after the show about that. <laughs> all right. But I couldn't get over this is, you know, when you think of Thanos, you're like, yes, badass, but, do you really want a screaming kid in Red Robin as they're screaming, Thanos, be quiet. There's people here. <laughs> Is that really what you want? Absolutely. Yeah, That's a just terrible like, name. It's just like Thor is becoming popular. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a, Greek a popular one, it's too. A Greek Thor name. has been around for ages. But, I mean, that's not the only comic book name that's becoming massive. Um, Quill fact, is becoming good, large. Um, what else? Kristoff, Ray, Aladdin, Belle, Simba, Olaf like all these Disney movie names are like massive. It's like during the pandemic, people just did nothing but binge Disney Plus and bang. And so they were like, well, you know, like people that name their kids after the state they were conceived in, it's like, all right, well, we're gonna name you after the character that was on screen. When we banged out, so you're now Thanos, so you're now Peter Quill, or you're now Aladdin. Groot, get over here. <laughs> yeah, Groot, get over here. Did you? Dude, I, na- I named my wife Levi because I got in my wife's jeans. Hey, and, um, thanks Wait, you're for coming, stumbling Jedi. <laughs> you're a terrible ass joke. No. But. Sorry, sir. Because I got in her jeans. I apologize. <laughs> I, I apologize facetiously. <laughs> I mean, if it, like you know, I've told this story back in the day. Is I was going through the baby name book when we were when when we found out that we were pregnant. I we weren't pregnant. She was pregnant. I was just hanging out. Um, <laughs> we we going through baby <laughs> names, and I I had found the perfect baby name for my daughter. But I still think to this day is perfect, and it was ding bang, and I was like, "That's perfect, ding bang, get over here." I mean, like, dude, it just works. You nickname? Listen, I get removed, but Kyle doesn't get removed for that. What the fuck? Because that's a real story. I've heard it before. That's yeah. His wife has confirmed it in my face. It's, that is a no, real thing. No, yes. what 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 would her middle name be? No <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> yep. So every time you're throwing up the next morning after harder to drink, and you're just gonna hear, "Yeah, dad." <laughs> what? Yeah, dad. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, Dad. <laughs> it was the number. I can't remember what country it was now, but it was the number one name in that country. It could have been in Chad, right? Thailand. It wasn't Thailand. It was somewhere. I think it was somewhere in Africa. But I mean, ding ding. Eh, I mean, that's it, dude. Like, ding ding. Eh, are you here, President? <laughs> Like, I mean, so, but I mean, like, Thanos. I'm I didn't really meet a guy talk. named Thor. Sorry, Sam. I'm not, I'm not really one to talk. I named all my kids after TV shows. My daughter, my oldest daughter's name is Piper after Charmed, one of the characters in Charmed. Uh, I have a daughter named Odessa after Odessa, Texas from Heroes. My son, my middle son's name is Ace from One Piece. That was before I knew Ace was going to die. Uh, Ramona, Ramona Beezus, Dean, Dean Winchester from Supernatural. Uh, all my kids have names. Those are solid names, though. They're unique. I really wanted to name my son before we picked his name. Like, Loki was the, like, front runner. Like, I was, like, hell-bent on it for months. It's going to be Loki. You know, nobody's like, do you really want your kid to go to school called Loki? Fuck yeah. Badass is that. You get in trouble, you can just say, I'm saying that's the God of Mischief. Come on. <laughs> like, what'd you expect? It was more Marvel geared towards... Loki or Matt Damon Loki? It was geared towards more... Well, Matt Damon, Damon Loki is a Marvel Loki. <laughs> wow. He was Loki before it was cool. Yeah, I Loki. I Loki agree with you. <laughs> AOA, <laughs> Big Bang Theory is one of Sam's kids. <laughs> no, I would never. No. Have you guys ever watched that show without the without the laugh track on it? It's depressing. It's not a laugh track. It's a live studio audience. Nobody's laughing for real at those jokes. I am. <laughs> Every fucking day. I'll you get like, big, play, I'll you get like big Bang Theory? What? You like Big Bang? Well, yeah. Dude, I fucking yeah. love it. Like, I watch it every day. There's not a yeah. Day just wait till we get to the top five. I I digress. Dude, it's it's. But the reason that it's 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 a live studio audience because I always tried. I tried so hard because you know how you could get tickets to go be parts of studio audiences. Sure. Years, season after season after season, I try to get tickets to Big Bang Theory. Like when 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 it would open up to get tickets for Big Bang Theory, site would crash. So many people trying to get tickets to go be part of the studio audience. Oh wow. Oh, wow. Cause it's fucking funny. <laughs> they are awesome in the first season. So, but only the, only the first season, huh? Well, that's when they started. Like, she got more famous. They started covering them up a little bit. They weren't pushing them up as much. And you know, she did get a boot job coming into acting, and like it was like she got a lot of shit for it, and it, I think it helped her. Personally, <laughs> it helped her acting. I think so. 
her Especially the first season of Big Bang, it made her, I mean, like, I was glued. <laughs> so. All right. Spe- speaking of boobs. Uh-oh. Have you guys, have you, do you guys know, I'm, I can't, I'm going to mess up her name completely. I'm going to chop it up. Milana Vintrub, the AT&T With girl. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. I didn't know her name. I, somebody just told me to start paying attention to the AT&T commercials. And they now every time, dude, every time I see her and then I Googled her name, this was just within the past week. Someone told me to pay attention to that. I'm like, what the marketing are they doing? But she, since she's gotten so much flack and the way she is on Twitter, that's why if you notice, if you look at old AT&T commercials and newer AT&T commercials, her shirts have slowly gotten baggier. Really? She was going to be Squirrel Girl. I made a petition to try to keep her a Squirrel Girl and get the show on the air. Through WhiteHouse.org? I did it live on MCM. I applaud that work all out for 18 you? of you that signed my petition. <laughs> you got to send me a link, man. I would have been 19. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I did it live on the show, man. I went on petition.org and had a petition to bring back Squirrel Girl because when we had talked about those uh, pictures, she was just smoking hot. You know. she is. Kyle, you might be a furry, man. She actually got her start on uh, Rules of teening, uh, Dating My Teenage Daughter. And then she went to Charmed. Kyle was there for it all. He knows. I'm a Kaylee fan. <laughs> I've watched her grow up. She's We're friends. At the end of the now credits, there's always Quinn. like a special thanks. Kyle Stinson no, is no, always no, on this. No, no. I tell you, no. I don't want any thanks. I Zero credit. I help people propel. He's so just the man behind the curtain. He is so the great and powerful about, Oz. When Kaylee called me and said, I don't know, I'm thinking about doing this show called Big Bang Theory. I was like, Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> but, so, I know I skipped over something. What did I skip over, Matt? Oh, uh, now you want to go back, huh? Uh, DC admits Reverse Flash, his name makes no sense. And they even made fun of it. She's also going to be in that that new Office movie. Are we on, still talking about Kim? We're going back on Comedy Central, <laughs> FYI, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when she called me about the AT and T, no, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yes, Reverse Flash. It doesn't make any sense. Wow. Yeah, why are you on Verizon's network? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I have AT and T. That's the reason I have AT and T. No, I'm just joking. Same. So go ahead, Matt. I was say so. Basically, the reason um, Eobard Thawn wants to be th- be better than Flash in every single way, um, so he chose the name Reverse Flash, and <laughs> to kind of put that flag in the ground about his relationship with Barry and BK. And that's how, how I got her autograph. And uh, basically, DC just made fun of it, saying that. Um, there's even the signs of flash battling somebody called the reverse flash. I'm so uncomfortable with all this speed talk that I hate to spend time pointing out that he's, if he's reverse flash, he should be super slow because yes, the reverse of speed is being super slow. So 
it absolutely makes no sense. And it's funny that it took this long for them to finally point out that his his name is stupid. <laughs> yes, I agree with Hartman. They should have gone with well Thanos. Thanos. They should have went with Flashy McFlasherson. Or faster than the flat or faster than fast flash or flashy McFlasherson the third. There you go. Esquire, because I'm gonna make him a lawyer. <laughs> like like my car's a lawyer. Zip I gotta ask you about your car. Oh how how is Lucille doing? Dude. She's coming she looking along. good. She's coming along. She's doing good. I I'm getting super close to paint. You guys just went through a monsoon, right? In Phoenix? Still going through it. Yeah, yeah like every day. Yeah, we've been going through. Yeah, we're in our monsoon season right now. It's Any more leaks over. or anything like that? Nope. Got them all fixed. They're all, all done. The, all the seals are done. Yep. Seals. Lucille seals are sealed. You sealed up tight. It's just nice and tight. For an old you lady. Got, she's tight. Is there car? You got carpet in it, or did you have to take all that out? Or I got it out, dried it, it, it put it back in. Yeah. I had to take all the like the, the padding and all that out. I had to redo all that, and I had to. It was a it was a mess. There was so much. There was probably like as <laughs> much water at the bottom of my car, dude. I was gosh. One project, though, I'm sure. Sorry to go off on a sidebar, but I at least had to get an update on it. Oh, she's she's getting really close. I call her Lucille. My wife calls her greedy bitch. They are, man. They are. <laughs> she's a greedy bitch. Yeah. They need all your time, attention, and money. But she's doing good, man. I just got the dope light in the car to work. And uh, so when I open the doors now... At night, the dope light comes on, so I can actually see when I put the key in. I got a lot of the body work done. I got, uh, yeah, she's running great, man. Did you do any of the body work, or did you sub it out? Did you have somebody do it? I had somebody do it, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, looks, it, it, it looks great. I'll be, uh, it's almost, it's almost Volkswagen driving season here. Yep. In Phoenix. AOA. It is not a Volkswagen bus. It is a 1970 Type 3 Fastback. So. You have to post more pictures of it on Instagram. Blow it up. Because that thing's badass. I lowered it. Really? Yeah, so I lowered it. Original wheels? Yeah, so the cool right. thing about. So now that we're, we're, we're a mechanic show right now. The cool <laughs> thing about the. The, the suspension of the Type 3s is they're built to lower and raise. They're built to do it. They just like, you got a, a special tool that clicks them? There's a thing that you take it apart and you mark it and you move it back or forward yep. and, it, and you put it back together and it. Yes, sir. Air cooled. I hate that it's air cooled. Um, let me see. Let me bring up a picture so that actually people are. My apologies nope, to take us on not, a my like apologies a, take us on a rabbit hole. No, no, no. It's fine. I don't mind talking about Lucille. You don't have to cut the springs on so like type ones and bugs and stuff. There's a, something else that you could buy to lower it. 
but the type threes, like I said, they are uh, built to lower. So I lowered the front of it about two inches. So cruising, cruising around, I can see you cruising around Bell Road, just chilling. Yes, they they are odd cool. They are they, the the cool thing about those are so that was at the time the time that like muscle cars were starting to become really big. So what they did on the type a lot of the type threes is they put racing stripes on them and they gave them an automatic transmission. It's one of the first Volkswagens that they put the automatic a, a true automatic transmission in. So it's got an actual automatic and it, what they did was they changed it to, and they did the way so they take the instead of an upright engine they put it flat as a pancake so it has two trunks it's got a front trunk and a back trunk <laughs> so do some women but no this is like you know I've talked about it before on, on other shows this is like uh this has been my goal like I've wanted one of these my whole life so yeah, it's badass. It's badass. I was going to bring up a couple pictures just to show the... So, Hitler did not invent the Volkswagen. They got uh, somebody else to do it, but he was... Hitler was kind of like the funder of it. And then when the American mm -hmm. came in and British actually took over Volkswagen during the war and then gave it back and then they started doing it. So it's, it's not actually. So like when you see those memes of like, you'll see the memes of like, uh, I'm the inventor of Toyota. I'm the inventor on. And you say, I'm the inventor of Volkswagen. You see somebody looking away. <laughs> but so, like the number one, here's here's the thing for everybody. Since we're losing everybody, uh, the number one part that VW makes. Do you know what it is? The part. There's a number one part that is produced by Volkswagen. A I, mean, I I don't know wiring harness. They have their own saucers that they used to feed the workers with, and they gave it its own part number. And it's the most produced Volkswagen part because they also they also make sausages to eat. That's crazy. I've worked at a Volkswagen plant. How's the sausage? Uh, I didn't have the sausage. We were forced to stay on. I won't go down a rabbit hole on this, but we That's were. That's what I'm looking for right now, Nathan. Hi, Nathan. Go ahead and keep talking. No, man. A Carmagia, dude. Yes. I'm looking for a '69 Carmagia now. Hail Kyle. Yes, that is correct. Sorry to go off on cars. You lose a lot of those with the Volkswagen. That is the key Volkswagen lost tool. But okay, enough. So enough of that. But no, I love I love my car. It's almost we're like a month away from Volkswagen driving season here in Arizona. Hell yeah. No air conditioning in them. And it's a pretty much a metal shell <laughs> that's hot as balls. So get us back on track, Matt. Yeah, sorry. 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 
Marvel Studios event evidently has big plans for Florence Pugh's Elena Belova, Black Widow, with the fan favorite Russian spy reportedly set to lead the MCU's Thunderbolts movie. So where everyone thought it was going to be Wyatt Russell's um, U.S. Patriot, it's going to be uh, Elena Belova's Black Widow instead. So her Dude, White Widow. Zach Braff's an idiot for breaking up with her. Zach Braff was dating Florence Pugh? He was, yes. Yeah. He's a fucking idiot. Maybe it wasn't his choice. Yes. Right here. Thank you, Wayway. <laughs> so, yep. Original part. But yeah, he's a, he's a fucking moron. Like, you know who else is a moron? It's fucking uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. They like he, they hit a certain age. He's like Pow. twenty-five. Twenty-five. Didn't he put out something that said, uh, it's, "It's a bummer. You're twenty-five, but beautiful." <laughs> so like his he said girlfriend. that. He said that Leonardo DiCaprio said that. I thought he did. I read he it did. somewhere. No, <laughs> there was I just an was, article. Yeah, the article I read. Somebody posted about him, about all the girls he's dated. Like, just within the past 48 hours, I saw some, like, headline article about him and dating women, famous women. Yeah, they put together an an infographic. Did you see it? Yeah, showing all of the the women he's dated and the age that he dumped them. And he doesn't, he has never dated anybody older than the age of 25. So, lucky when Leo and I sat down, he was like, Kyle. What do you think my age limit should be? I'm like, dude, 25. <laughs> After 25, it's downhill. So, <laughs> no. See, I heard a different story. I heard when he was in growing pains, he came to you and said, dude, I just pulled a 25-year-old. And then, and then you told him, don't ever go over that age. That's the perfect age. You never try mm-hmm. to pull anyone over 25. That's right. I forgot he's come to me twice. You're right. Growing pains is first. So and then Alan Thick came to Kyle and was like, how old should I date? And Kyle was like, 25. Didn't you just hear what I said to Leo? <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, that's that's what I'm working on right now. And then Kurt Cameron came to Kyle, too. And Kyle was just like, Jesus. And Kurt was like, you nailed You're it. Right. That's where I got to go. You're right. But I always said Jesus because I was tired of people asking me, Jesus, Cameron. And he was like, all right. I'm going to fucking Jesus it is. Like, and I'm going to tell my sister. <laughs> Fuck it. Go for it. Have fun. He did catch some backlash, though, when the actress that played Carol came to him and was like, and knocked on his door. And Kyle was like, man, I, I feel a little bloated. I had a big lunch. I should stop eating. And she developed an eating disorder because of Kyle. That's a shame, man. You How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> and then throw it up. <laughs> But like that I said, took a dark turn. It did. <laughs> there's there's many things in Hollywood that Kyle is responsible for. So the more you know, Wikipedia. Look at look it up on Kyle's Wikipedia page. The only thing I'm not responsible for is anything that that what's his name? Uh, that guy. Salt wise. Oh, Henry or Harry Weinstein. I had nothing to do. Harvey with Weinstein. Harvey, whatever the fuck his name is, dude. Hey, what about my last night with the 
I I forgot about last night. I mispronounced the actor's name. Oh, dude! If you didn't watch Absolute Geek last night, you you gotta go back because this man right here starts talking about how this dude he works with met Willem Defoe, Willem Dafoe. William. He calls him. He kept calling him William, but how he met Willem Dafoe in a hotel room in Minnesota. No, 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 no. hotel or, lobby. I'm sorry, hotel lobby in Minnesota. And when he shares the pictures, it's not even doesn't even look close to Willem Dafoe. Let's see him. <laughs> what was the guy's name? I don't remember the guy. I don't remember the actor's name. Who it really was? I don't remember either. So the guy from Willem Alien. Dafoe. The guy from Alien. Was it Willem Dafoe? Was it Willie Dafoe? That's why I said William is because it wasn't Willem Dafoe. Yeah, he kept calling him. No, don't even try and save it now, because you got ripped last night because you couldn't pronounce his name. You're gonna try and save it. Harden now. said it was really Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's a bully. I'm not a bully. I'm just keeping you honest, sir. <laughs> here, I got I got the picture pulled up right here from. Yeah, that's it. It's the, oh, What's yeah, that? yeah, yeah. He was. Which one do you think is Willem Dafoe? The guy in the front, dude, with the red shirt. Kind of looks like him. It kind of does look like him. I messed. I I. It was a mistaken identity. It happens all the time. <laughs> what was that? What was that guy's name, though? I don't, I don't know, but no, it's let's, not let's Willem Dafoe. No, you're right. It's not. What's that guy's name? Is that is that you in the white shirt? Me? Long work? <laughs> Dude, I, I hadn't had water in fucking five days. It looks like it. Lance, Lance Henriksen. John Melkovich. That's right, Herman. Who gives a peace sign like that? Like... <laughs> <laughs> a unique generation who is lance hendrickson he was an alien he's been in several things they just the met him at the hotel ball the they met him at the old guy oh. the guy the guy in the front's just a dude that i know both those guys they were just at a hotel bar hanging out, like having glasses of wine. And next thing you know, they're like, oh, we know this guy. You know, he looks familiar. And sure enough, they hit it off, start talking. He must not be worth a lot of money because those guys weren't staying in a nice hotel. <laughs> hey, man. You know what I mean? I've learned something. He's not, about he's not getting a lot of roles these days. I would, I would imagine not. You do things cheap, and that's how you keep your money. Dude, yes. The most... The most wealthy guys that I know are the cheapest guys that I know. Like you don't know what a I lot used of to do. Guys. What I used to do. I don't know. I would do a. Uh, I would do a lot of these huge, multi-million-dollar custom homes for these rich people, right? And we would bring our own snacks and stuff throughout the day, you know, just snack on stuff and eat. And like, I would set down my bag of snacks, and I'd look over, and the guy's hiding in the corner eating my fucking snacks. I'm like, dude. Yeah, or they wait to they wait till you know you're done eating the pizza or whatever that we had. And they'd be over there like eating the crust and shit. What the fuck is that noise? Oh, no. Sorry about that. And uh, it's all good, Sam. And I would be like, and yeah, you know, hey man, I'm gonna bring you guys some beer. And they would bring one. They would bring like the holiday four packer. Yeah, dude. There's nine of us. It's like no expenses spared in some part of their life, but in another part, they're exuberantly cheap yes I, I respect it i mean just make sure and pay the lady and tip the waitress waiter 
tip your tip your bartenders on the way out. Totally, you got to tip them heavy. That way, they remember you next time. <laughs> Harmon says he met so he met the Joker, but it was just a guy dressed up like the Joker. Okay, so <laughs> on to that, I think we've got some pretty cool stuff to talk about with our movie review segment. The first thing I'd like to talk about is is something that I was actually talking about with our buddy Hartman. Dude, I am so excited for this Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey movie. Like, this is going to be fucking awesome. And it's, I, I, did you, any of you guys watch this trailer yet? Yes. I have what not, did you no. think? I have not. <laughs> I think this is exactly the kind of thing that Disney was trying to prevent with all of its uh, copyright extension uh, lobbying Public that it's been doing stuff. over the last hundred years. Dude, this is going to be a cult fucking classic. End of story. End of story. I mean, dude, there's people are so excited for this, about this movie. They filmed it in 10 days. Tell me it's not going to be a banger. <laughs> dude, but this is going to be a cult classic, dude. Like, the fucking Pooh and Piglet go on a rampage because fucking Christopher Robin abandons them and stop giving them food. And they get pissed. They go on a, a, a fucking murdering rampage. Holy shit, that's awesome. I got to look up the budget for this. It's about $18, and it's fucking worth every penny that they put into it. <laughs> I'm going to give them 36 <laughs> It's whatever their phone bill was that month. Right. This is the time the Do You Poo move, uh, books are going to skyrocket now. I've never even heard of this, so you, 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 I'm hearing it fresh off the press from Dude, this show. It looks like pure nightmare fuel. Dude, it's going to be badass. You know, oh, it, it might oh, be oh, worth oh. the copyright strike to play the fucking the, to play the trailer. No, let's not. I think if you play it with no audio and we're talking over it, you won't get a copyright strike. Let's do it. Do it I, thought if you, I thought if you reviewed something, you could show a trailer. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, we've gotten so many copyright strikes because of doing that. But I thought if you did, that they wouldn't copyright strike you if you were re actually using it for a legitimate review. So this, oh hell this, yeah! This is going to be so awesome. Is that Michael that's Sierra? Christopher is Christopher Robin? Robin? Yeah, that's Christopher <laughs> Robin. Dude, and they come back to the Hundred Acre Wood, and they find the empty honey pots. Are empty bitches. They're fucking empty. Eeyore's dead. I love the comment. I love the commentary, Sam. So you're making sure that like maybe they dude have been abandoned by Christopher Robin. And oh, man, this, like, Christopher oh, Robin's looking around. Oh, yo, that's creepy dude, shit. Dude, it's gonna be the best, dude. That's creepy. <laughs> gonna be the best man he's like he's like i grew up then the sorority comes oh. out they're checking yeah. it out. Girl summer. Love Girl it. Summer. Love it. oh yo she had a visit from the ether bunny do he did the ether bunny <laughs> dude this is this is dude he just wants to tell you about your lord and savior yo this looks creepy as shit dude dude winnie the pooh with a sledgehammer dude, i mean dude this is that's terrible 
Hold on. Let's do the mask. You can see the fucking mask. Yeah, look at that terrible <laughs> makeup, dude. So you can awesome. see it coming <laughs> off of her eye. This is gonna be great. I'm telling you, man, this is gonna be the greatest movie. Yes. To hit the to hit the Blum. fucking small like, screen. You, you ever. can see the fucking mask. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Everything about it is awesome. Horror movies get a bad rap, man. They don't have big budgets, like obviously, like the big names. Halloween's but the, this is a low budget horror film. It's gonna be badass. Yes, like the lep- like the Leprechaun, uh, old movies like that. Dude, I'm, I'm in. Just... I'm in. I'll go see it every night for a week. Dude, I'm all in. Yes, dude, I'm all in for this. I, I'm so excited for this. Yes, this is great. This is, and I have I. Sorry, Renovation, if you get a copyright, Pete, fucking fight it. I don't give a shit. We yeah, we reviewed that. it. We reviewed it. There's no audio. Like, I don't know. Dude. That was wonderful. It was. Tell Damn, me, bro. Tell me, Sam still doesn't dude. want to see the movie. I can see it in his face. He's he's already written this movie off. You think so? I have no idea. Sounds like yeah, 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 I, I'm not going to go see it. Sounds like the what? perfect movie for a movie mechanic episode. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We could get a mechanic that. No way, dude. It's going to be everything about it's going to be perfect. There's there's the, the, nothing to be changed. It's going to be great. What if MST3K did it and they were just like sitting there poking fun at like all the shitty ass? It'd be great. Smuckers, red raspberry preserves. <laughs> <laughs> Better. Yeah, Harvard says they can make it better with a bare human sex scene. Hey, speaking I mean, of Leonardo it. DiCaprio. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> they, they did it in Hard to Duck. What's the difference? The Revenant. You, mi- you misspelled bear, though. It's supposed to be B-A-R-E. It's that with their bear. <laughs> bear. Bearing it raw dog. <laughs> raw pig. Or if it would be all curly, like a pig, you know oh. what I mean? Like, I don't know. So, yep, you're right, right there. Right I will there. never be invited right back there. on this show again. I have a feeling. <laughs> so the next trailer that we're going to talk about, the next thing is the fucking Weird Al movie. This now is another movie I am super excited for, and I'd love it that you like you watch the trailer, and you're like, it's a, it's like a mockumentary biop. Was it a biop? That's not a biopsy, but what is it? It's a biopic. biopic. Is that what it is? A biopic? When they do it on a biography? Yeah. Biographical picture? Yeah. Biopic. Biopic! I think that's a... uh, It's a Wheeze in the Juice movie. It's biopic. It's a sequel to Biodome. But did everybody watch the trailer? Yeah, did you see the weird the Weird Al cameo? Did you find the Weird Al cameo? Yeah, he's in there clapping. Him and his wife. They're in the audience. This is... Go ahead, say... What? There's another scene, there's another cameo where he's in an office and uh, Weird Al is the guy at the desk. And there's a Weird Al photo on the bookshelf behind him. (laughs) I just like it's not a true. What 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 happened? Sorry, I didn't mean to remove it. My bad. They uh, 
What fuck do? I don't know. He's slacking over there. I don't know what he's doing. So like, it's cool. It's not like a weird. It's like, it's satire. It's a satire. It's not even really about his life. That's what makes it awesome. It's satire. Like he doesn't bang Madonna. Madonna doesn't get him hooked on drugs. Like he never met Madonna in real life. It's a Weird Al version of Weird Al's life. It's so awesome. If we don't play that trailer with sound, we shouldn't get like. You want to go? You want to go? For you're two, playing. For you're two, playing huh? with fire, Kyle. <laughs> He's dancing. I like it a lot. I mean, let's do it, man. Let's. If if people that are listening right now in our chat, that's Weird Al. Whoa, 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 whoa. Dude, Harry Potter is fucking Weird Al. It's awesome. Oh. That's Weird Al right there. Yeah, that's Weird Al. I love it that, like, you know, that scene where they're like, he's like, I want to make, like, I like that he gets arrested for being at a polka party. (laughs) His parents, the police bring him back (laughs) because he was at a polka party. It's so awesome. Like that's that's great. Yeah, right here. Yep. Marco calls a 10, 9, 8. <laughs> <laughs> like this scene right here, they're like, he, he looks down at the baloney. He's like, bye, bologna. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's 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 great. It's I'm like, I don't know, like, what the fuck is Roku? I don't know what Roku is, but whatever it is, I'm gonna have to get it. Just watch this. It's like it's like a little streaming deal. You plug in your TV. I actually I have one at my shop, and I didn't know what it was either. It's so I was gonna ask, like, so if it's a Roku original, what's it? Is it only coming out on Roku devices? No, like, how like, does that work? They have their own channel. Roku, Roku has their, has own, their own channel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. But I like uh, uh, Rain Wilson as Doctor Demento. You know his best role is still Galaxy Quest. I don't know. I like him in the rocker, man. He's pretty good in that too. He's pretty good. He's it, you can hear my song. What? Yeah. Virgin. Yeah, but I've had a lot, a lot of sex. <laughs> <laughs> and she just admitted to being a sex addict just recently. Well, she's admitted that forever, but there was just an article posted about she regrets marriage and she's just addicted to sex. Yeah. Who is it? Why can't I meet? Why can't I meet girls like that? Back it up to where he has got it not where he doesn't have a shirt on earlier. Harry Potter. <laughs> right here. Rip, dude. I gotta commend Harry Potter, dude. He's really committed, man. He knew he was gonna have a shirt on. He did. He did literally a hundred push-ups a day. Dude, getting, sw- getting swole. I love he's all tripping out, dude. They having to revive him, and he's like, "Madonna's a bad influence for you." No offense, not all right. <laughs> That'd be a good one out, also. Yeah. He puts a cigarette out on the dude's hand. That shit's awesome, dude. I just, I'm just stoked. Like this is awesome. <laughs> I can this surge is it. <laughs> it's just it's great man i mean it's love dude what he is. is jacked and all oily dude it's harry potter is fucking ripped dude having to fight fucking yeah 
he who must not be named, dude, he, he stayed jacked after it because you know he, he's dude, down this is the weird out parody of Bohemian Rhapsody. That's what this is. <laughs> so awesome. This is thing, man. He, li- he lived in of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, he lived in some cabinets, and now he's this. James says he ha- he was cut when he did that nude play. Radcliffe has the same commitment to a part as Christian Bale. Fuck yeah. Oh, man. You guys, have you seen uh, Swiss Army Man? I have seen yeah. Swiss Army Man. That movie's ridiculous. <laughs> I've not seen Daniel it. Daniel Radcliffe plays a farting corpse. Yeah, and the dude like rides him across the water because of the not the gases in his corpse built up and what? Yeah, dude, it's the by dude. it's by the Daniels, the same people who did everything everywhere all at once, and it is bonkers. It's it's a fantastic movie, but it's super bonkers. I I can't wait to see I can't wait to see Weird Out. I can't wait to see fucking the Pooh horror movie, dude. It's gonna be. Yeah. The dude gets like stuck on a, a deserted island with a dead body, and they the and it's Daniel Radcliffe, and then like gases in this decomposing body build up that he starts farting, and the dude rides him across the water to like a to jet safety. ski. Yeah, <laughs> please tell me I can. If anybody knows where I can stream this, let it me was know. on Amazon for a while. I don't know if it's on Prime still or not. Swiss oh Army Man, gosh, gotta see Swiss Army Man, but watch out. It'll it'll uh, it'll have you questioning a lot of different things. Yep. I can I can rent or buy on Amazon. It might be worth it. It might be. Yep. So, should we do House of Dragons talk, or should we do She? Let's do House of Dragons because it sucks and it'll be quick, and then we'll skip over. And we'll do She Hulk. So House of Dragons, does anybody actually watching this show? Yes, I love it. I'm show. watching it. Yes, I think it's fucking stupid. Why? It's dumb. Why? It's dumb, just like Game of Thrones is dumb. You're All serious. right. Well, Matt, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm liking it a lot. The only thing I'm really having a hard time with is the same complaint a lot of people had with. The final season of Game of Thrones is how it was kind of all over the place and the time skips. And that's kind of what they're doing here, too, is each episode is like a time. Like there's like a one year difference between the ending of episode one and episode two. And now it looks like there's going to be another time skip between episode two and episode three. So I think they're like half the cast for next season, too. What's that? They're losing like they're changing out like half the cast for season two. Yeah, apparently Elizabeth Olsen is tr- campaigning really hard to get added to season two of this show. But then I'll watch it. It's it's been fun, man. Like it's interesting to see. Like I said, oh, I like naked. diving into more into the Tiger- Targaryen lore and seeing a lot of the the prequel stuff or as far as the Targaryens go between you know since it's before the events of Game of Thrones and stuff, but. We'll see how it goes. So far, two episodes in, I'm I'm enjoying it. Matt Matt Smith, even though he, like my fiance oh. said, he's got an ugly face. He's very good at uh, horribly ugly. There you go. Swiss Army Man is on Paramount Plus. Perfect. 
but he's he's re- he does a really good job in this show as Damien, like really really good. Some Harmon says, "Fun fact: Targaryens founded Target department store." Oh, brilliant! Very nice. Pretty smart there. But it just gets weird because it shows that it's a different time because there's like they try to marry the king to what like a twelve year old girl because their whole process in this episode is that the since the king lost his wife in episode one when she had to give birth and his son died he names his daughter his heir mm-hmm. and then his brother Damien played by Matt Smith takes up a, a second wife with a whore that he used to bang at the local whorehouse saying that she's with child and she's not. <laughs> and so, so the Targaryen thing is they put eggs in the cradles with the baby. So the one, as the baby is growing up, they grow up with a dragon egg and that becomes their dragon. So he steals the dragon egg that should have been belonged to the, the king's son. And uh, his daughter, Rhaenyra, goes to get it back and all that stuff. It's going to go down. Yeah, they're trying those- the, the two big houses are trying to to merge so his council's trying to get him to remarry and they want him to remarry uh like his cousin's it's, it's literally his cousin's child and she's like 12 years old but you don't and, have to lay with me till i'm 14 yeah she says i don't have to lay with you till I'm, you're i'm 14 and <laughs> at least they have rules <laughs> yeah and then so the, the everybody's got hand is pushing his daughter onto the king and so you find out at the end of the second episode that he's going to take her as his next wife. And then they show a time, they show episode three and it looks like they're about to have a child. They have a son who becomes his heir and episode three. So like I said, there's big time year time jumps between each episode so far. Does it mention, I've seen both the episodes, but I couldn't remember. Does it mention how old the girl is that he decides to take as a bride. Does it mean? No, I, does, think, I, know, I can't he, remember if it does or not. Because they were spending all that time together, and I think we all saw that coming. Everybody saw that coming. Like he, in my opinion, everybody knew he was gonna. Ask He's a te- her. She's a teenager. That's about all I can remember. So that's what I love about them high school girls. <laughs> it all and your cousins back apparently back in those my wife days. Just gave you a funny look there, Chad. <laughs> It is kind of creepy, but like I mean, everybody knew that. Like that's how the bloodline was back then. Yeah. I would assume, or is it in the future? We're House of Dragons. Oh. Is it back then, or is it in the future? It's all. Of, we're all related. All of us. All yeah. right, all right, all right. That's a thresholds episode that we're all related, man. We could get deep on that, dude. We'll get into our latest. I think that's. I think that's a reality. They don't want to go down. That's a. That's something they don't want to touch. I'm willing, no to, I'm willing to strap in. Touch. Are you going to strap on? We just no, heard I received, bro. Well, you know this. I don't know that at all. <laughs> He's, a He's not a pitcher. Yeah, I don't know that at all. I'm little, man. I wouldn't work well in prison. Harmon says he'll take his cutest cousin. <laughs> She's got his eyes. Jesus, Harmon. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> so, oh so you still gosh. liking it though, right, Matt? Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. So I'm excited for episode three. Um I don't I haven't found really a problem with this show. I like the storytelling and kind of like just the direction <laughs> it's going in. So we'll see if if it and takes that Game of Thrones 
like turn for the worse, but right now I feel like it's it's doing good. It's hey, ten million dollars an episode. Ten million bucks. It better be good. Uh, they're they're dropping a hundred million bucks on this, and it has to be good. A lot of and I love the CGI for the dragons. They stepped up their CGI dragon game. Yes, there's, there's been dragons in every in both episodes so far. So, yep. Yeah, it was badass when she came in and dropped down on that. Is it was that be a bridge or a walkway they were on, and went and talked, went and got her egg back. <laughs> Fucking Hartman, dude. What? I, I'm not allowed to. I'm not allowed to look at the chat. He said, got, no, you can look at the up. chat. You just don't respond in the chat. Bro, why you gotta come at me aggressive like that? <laughs> it's not aggressive. I'm just clarifying. It's not like you're being punished. Sam looks like he's just counting down the minutes so this is done. Yeah, dude, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I made Sam mad tonight too. I can't please anybody. Did I? Do you even watch House of the House of the Griffin? I, no, sir. I do not. You're not watching this Game of Thrones spinoff. What is it? House of Dragon. House of the Dragon. Yeah, of course. Yeah. House yeah, of yeah, Dragon yeah. bees nuts I across your face. <laughs> <laughs> Set you up and walked you right into it. But I'm enjoying it. It's not everybody's cup of tea, apparently. That's so. hilarious, dude. I will I actually steal was that. surprised Kyle. I thought Kyle would like the first episode, seeing how like dudes are getting their heads beaten in in tournaments and just murdered in the streets. I mean, that so. wasn't bad. It just like I thought the dick cutting off thing was just dumb. Hey man, that's how you they dealt with rapists back then. Dude, that's actually real. That's that stuff is real. I know. Lorraine Bobbitt has proved it to us. Not, not <laughs> there's, like, a, there's a deep cut I, mean, I haven't heard in years. Yeah, man. Not even her, but it's it preceded Lorraine Bobbitt by centuries. Yeah. <laughs> But all right, enough of this dumb talk. This, this no, dude, the, the the joke is the best shit I've heard all day, man. I'm gonna steal that and use it tomorrow. I'm gonna ask everybody <laughs> if they're watching this, and I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna everybody I talk to. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be every favorite person. Yeah. Yeah, I always, I always am. No. She Hulk episode three. That's where I got Kyle. just the tip, huh? Where's Lance? We're not oh, he's not allowed on this show. No, shoot him a league. That last night was great. No, 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 Lance. La- last night was great. No, Lance. <laughs> so, did everybody watch She Hulk this week? Yes. You know, I didn't get around to it. I was, I was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Trying to charge my tablet to watch it before the show tonight, and. Just couldn't get it. So, so Jedi, what did you think of this one, this episode? <clears throat> well, after everything that was discussed last night, I do kind of agree that this is an episode that didn't need to exist, but it was comical entertainment. And I look at She-Hulk like I look at a bag of popcorn. Like I'm just gonna go there for quick fulfillment. It's a good, it's a good series. I'll continue to watch it. I'll finish it, but. What? What? Why? What was the consensus last night of She-Hulk? It that it ahead, spun Matt. into an argument between me and Lance about when this takes place. This show takes place, um, and how Lance felt like you shouldn't assume when this take pl- takes place. 
and then it spawned into looking up Gen Z terms because I said that She Hulk is dummy thick, and I can watch her twerk all day, and that nobody understood what I meant by saying dummy thick. So it, <laughs> I know what it, that is. It turned into a <laughs> me explaining what dummy thick is, and then turned. I was into a rabbit hole. Other D, yeah, Gen Z terms like low so, key and having to explain what low key meant and. <laughs> I mentioned the twerking to a couple guys that I'm working with today on She-Hulk. And then next thing you know, we went down a half hour rabbit hole of all the memes that are out there of her twerking and how yeah. people have enhanced her rear. It's like, it kind of, obviously it's not a serious show, but like when they started the twerking and all that, it like made it like, mm, what are they, what's the end goal here? It's, it's fast entertainment for everybody to devour. Uh, I, th- I, I mean, know. I think it's it's just a fun watch. It's just exactly it's, it's the perfect amount of time. It's just fun to watch it, and it's just you know, and like what we have up on the screen now. I thought that was funny that they used. So when they bring it up, that part where it's got the comments, they actually used real Instagram comments about the show to base it on what was they what was showing up. So this guy's comment, B Tustin three or E I backwards, chill with the females, Marvel, comma Jesus. Is he making a comment to? Is he talking to Jesus? Because that's how I read it. Like, hey, chill with the female Marvel, Jesus. I'm, I'm I take confused. it with chill with the females, Marvel, Jesus. I don't know, man. I think they're trying to talk to Jesus. Like Jesus put this out there. You know, I, I explained to Sam the other day why Jesus and God does not exist. Because if he did, Nubia and I would be living in San Diego right now because I've prayed that many times for that many years that that's where we should be living. And you know what? I think it would be harder. harder. Can you, yeah, can you, can you, can you speak French? Oui. Oui, oui. No. Great. You can't live in San, you You can't live in San Diego. Ah! Nailed it. I have horrible hu- I have horrible humor. <laughs> but I liked the episode. I thought it was funny. I liked the the fourth wall breaking a lot. I liked the fact that she makes the comment when they connect the A and B storylines and seeing the courtroom stuff where the dude's trying to get his money back because he was swindled by a shape shifting. <laughs> so- that shit was hilarious. And he thought he could really get her and like yeah. Still fought it, even like he wanted to go back and talk to her because he still thought he had a like a real chance. That's Granted, 90% Megan, of men. Megan the Stallion is like the <laughs> yes. weirdest cameo in a Marvel show or movie yet, but I like Wong's other job. As a librarian? Yes. <laughs> and I like how I like how Jennifer's uh paralegal sent him a thirst trap by sending her a picture of her with a bunch of books. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's just, it's just a fun show. I, it people look way too deep into this shit. Take it at face value. It's thirty minutes a week. It's, it's That's just, it. It's just a fun. It's just a fun show. Just enjoy it for what it is. I mean, I I have to because I'm just not gonna buy into it anymore after the the Mephisto debacle of Wandavision and. How disappointed I was every week by Moon Knight. It's just kind of like, 
whatever. I'm just taking the show. I had no expectations for the show. I'm taking it at face value, and I'm enjoying watching it. So it's not. It, you're right. Oh, AOA. San Diego is German for whale's vagina. I thought it was French. Sigali. <laughs> vagina. But. Supposedly, episode four is supposed to have a big, big cameo in it. Um, Any predictions? Um, they need to stop with the cameos because they need to concentrate on her, and you guys need to not look forward to cameos. I actually thought that was pretty funny. Too. Yeah, yeah, right at the beginning of that forward, episode. Yeah. So, no, it's a great show. It's fun to watch. It would never make a top five, but it's a, it's a great show. There are times where the CGI in this is like really, really bad. Yes. Like when yes. when she gets called into her boss's office and to see that because uh, he wants him her to represent the her like old partner at the DA's office in the case against the light elf, the shape shifting light elf from Asgard, and she's in She Hulk form. She looks the CGI looks very bad. I mean, that's kind of a Marvel trope now, though, isn't it? It's starting to be, yes. Bad CGI. I mean, damn. Sam, have you you've seen the first the first two the episodes? First episodes, yeah. Uh, I I was lukewarm on the first episode. I did enjoy yeah. the second episode. I was looking forward to the third episode, but got wrapped up in in work and life and stuff. So work is yeah. stupid. Work is for people who don't know how to fish. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, if you work on the weekends, you've made some poor choices in life, I'm sure. But uh, bro, I yeah. work on the week. I work on the weekends. My wife just made a sad face too. <laughs> I've made a lot. Yeah, dude, I got. I'm working Sunday and Monday, so I've made a ton of poor choices in my life. Yeah, but you own your own business. You have to. I have no choice. But that's another episode. <laughs> All right, Hardman is asking for some legal thoughts. I I, I take it so. Ooh, we should make a we should make a bumper thing for that, Matt. Legal thoughts with Sam. So <laughs> the court scene was realistic, and that elf should be in prison, impersonating, committing sexual activities on Mister Thoughts Sam. Uh, I'll have to review the episode and get back to you on that. I, I the one of the things that I like to do is watch watch shows and talk crimes I'm guilty of. Oh yeah, I'll I'll see what I can do. Yeah, I was wondering. I was going to ask you that if there's like if you watch a, a like court drama show, if you really like find yourself critiquing it because of your profession. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of shows that it's like this is not what lawyer what being a lawyer is like, but there are a few shows that do it really well. Better Call Saul has really great lawyering. Um, my cousin Vinny actually has some great lawyering. Uh, That's a great movie, man. Two youths. Two um, youths. Lincoln Lawyer has terrible lawyering. All right. Have you seen the whole series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the whole series. The Matthew McConaughey movie was way better lawyering than the, the Netflix series. I've always been skeptical about watching that series. I'm like, I don't want to ruin the name, the Lincoln Lawyer. Is it worth watching? I, I watched the whole thing start to finish, but... You know, my gripe was the lawyering just didn't make any sense. Uh, otherwise, it was fine. Well, who was that in with it, McConaughey? It was a uh, Ryan Felipe, right? 
Yeah, Ryan Philippi was the was the Philippi. Uh, Philippi. I'm I'm terrible with names. It's all right. We all are. Sorry, no. I could be it's saying it wrong. Yeah, I might I might check I out that series. Are those how long are those hour long episodes? That's a commitment if it's an hour long. That's too long. Everything needs to be like twenty seven minutes. I agree. That's why I like the show Weeds. Is any? I'm sure everybody's seen some weeds. They're, I seen some weeds in my backyard. <laughs> I've seen it when you fucking thought there was, you had some UFO shit, and it was the moon, dummy. It was the fucking moon. <laughs> it didn't look like the moon when it was going fast. Yeah, if it was like a 13-second time stamp, but it was hours of long like footage. <laughs> hey, we're not here to critique me. My, ap- my apologies. Go. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. So how well, long I, are I those episodes Sam of Lincoln Lawyer? into it too, man. They're he was like, long. whoa. So They're an hour. Ah. Nobody was roped in. We were just going along with it, man. We were vibing. We were vibing. <laughs> we were vibing, man. Did any of you guys watch the Rings of Power? I've watched the first 20 minutes of it and bailed. Didn't enjoy it, huh? Didn't even bother. I didn't bother after I read the article that said uh, Amazon shut off comments because it was getting review Review bombed. bombed. It's getting review bombed for stupid reasons, but I just... Like what? uh, Just because they don't like the, the casting in it and how they're saying that in Tolkien's time... There should never be a color, a person of color, and one of the main elves is a person of color, and it's just, it's ridiculous. That's stupid. That's it's very stupid. But all right, well, the consensus seems to be that we all like She-Hulk, except for Sam, who hasn't seen it. So, did take you it watch at face the value. Or the Rings thing? I did watch. I did watch the first two episodes. What did you what, think? What did you think of it? Uh, I thought that was Very fine. I, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a fantasy mystery at this point. Um, the casting is nothing spectacular, but uh, for reasons other than skin tone, um, the the British, you know, there's the young people British. They have accents. They're they the guy that they have cast as Elrond. Resemble Elrond. Um, no, not Elrond Hubbard. Not Elrond. Uh, Elrond, Lord, Lord Elrond. Um, before he's Lord of uh, Rivendell. So there's there's just a lot of things about it that's uh, it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to have to set aside my expectations given to me by previous Lord of the Rings titles, books, movies whatever uh experience you have had you're going to set it aside and just take a deep breath and say okay i'm gonna let them tell their story uh even though there's a lot of contradictions with the stuff that i know from the series already uh, one of the things that everybody who's who's been a fan of lord of the rings knows is that dwarf women are almost indistinguishable from dwarf men because of the beards. They all have beards. Uh, <laughs> there are no beards on these dwarf women. So it's kind of like 
Klingons from the the uh, Captain Kirk days to the Captain Picard. When at what point get that ridge on their head uh, because they didn't have it during the Kirk years. Uh, and like Worf says in Next Generation, we just talk about it. Look at Sam spitting some Star Trek knowledge. If Ish was here, he just would have filled the cup. Where is Ish? <laughs> he's sick. He's sick today. He's still. Yeah, he's having some uh, some stuff. Man, hopefully he gets better, man. At any rate, I thought I thought it was better than the than the reviews. There's a lot of people who are just upset at at like you said, Matt, just stupid things that they're upset about. But um, you know, I, I say this all the time with shows is don't go into anything with any expectation. Oh look, Bruce Jenner's here. <laughs> totally not Hartman's Hartman. <laughs> but dude, I think I think expectations ruin like 80% of shows. Of everything in general. Every time uh, I come the, here the steak uh, sucks. What the fuck? I will say, I will <laughs> say the Galadriel, the Galadriel storyline is the best part of the show. Um, there's a lot of other things happening that we haven't really turned into anything meaty right now, but the Galadriel part of it is really fun. I, I mean, for me, like, I like the original trilogy. I've read the books, but just kind of like the way they just drew out the Hobbit and made it multiple movies. I was just like, I'm I'm good. I've had my fill of Lord of the Rings for my life. I don't need to watch the show. It's visit it's visually stunning, but I was just very, very bored by it. And I was like, I'm gonna go do something else. So I shut it off. But if I get back to it, I get back to it. It's not pressing, but I'm glad that you like it. BK says, why don't they just simply make a new sword and sorcery series and leave Lord of the Rings alone? Well, that's what this is. They, it's just that in order to give it some, uh, you know, credibility, they want to attach a known IP to it. You know, like Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. They could have done that with any old bear. They attached a certain no, IP to it to get no, it. No, 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 no. It <laughs> makes it way better than it's Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. It makes it way better. Sam, the way you said that, you said with any old bear. With any old bear. And like a European. European on my boot. <laughs> I have to admit, I haven't seen, I know nothing about Lord of the Rings. And last night I committed to watching the first three movies by next Friday night. So enjoy. Well, make sure gonna... you watch the extended version. No, hell no. We were talking about that last night, and then I started looking up the time. Like the last one's like four and a half hours. Stop, I got Jedi. shit. I got stop, Jedi. If some is good, more is better. I got shit to do. If some is good, more is yeah. You have to watch the extended version. Ah, fuck. <laughs> like, just read the, just read the spark notes, dude. Do yourself a favor and read the spark notes. Man. But I already paid for it. I want a 30-page dissertation <laughs> on who Tom Bombadil is by next week. 30 pages? My guy. Like, <laughs> I can't even compose an email. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 
we're going to move on to everybody's favorite segment, Worst and Best Cover of the Week. So here we are. As we were going through this worst and best cover of the week, the first one is definitely this god awful Peach Momoko cover. Yes. You could tell, you can truly tell now she is overworked. Her fingers hurt. She's out of ideas. And it's god awful. My fingers hurt. (laughs) (laughs) She's stitching Nikes. They have worked her to the bone. She can't. She needs to take a vacation, and she needs to just do less covers. And this proves it right here. This proves it more than that one Spider-Man cover with the long neck that she did. This is terrible. The webbing is really nice. She done. She did a really fantastic job in the webbing. And then that's after her. That was before her fingers hurt. I would say even like the Spider-Man side. I like her Spider-Man, but. Yeah, just something about the way that Peter Parker looks and the spider on his face. And it's yeah, the like, spider on his face is kind of weird. I don't know. It's not... Um, it doesn't look, don't be no. stupid. That's not peach cocking? <laughs> nope, it's not. <laughs> um, and of course, moving on. Anytime there's a time there's a Liefeld cover, it's time to rejoice for worst cover of the week because the man went from can't draw feet to to can't draw jawlines or jaw. Yeah, lines. that jawline is guns. all jacked up. Guns. Upper lips. Yeah, are those guns on his shoulder or spot or like floodlights? Because they I look think like floodlights. You see in the dark. <laughs> oh, dude, they are. <laughs> They're Johnny Five the, alive. He's taking the uh, those locals kick your ass. Those locals kick your face. And why does it why does it look like instead of Deadpool holding his gun like this, he's holding it like this? Like right. he's trying to show it to you. See, I almost drew a gun. Yeah. I like the Johnny Five reference. That's the best, dude. Little short circuit. <laughs> Glad somebody appreciates it. I would say, though, that for worst cover of the week, this is a little bit better than the Peach Momoko cover. Not by much. No, it, it's... That's actually probably the best Deadpool I've seen him draw in a long time, but it's not like Deadpool looks pretty good. Yeah, it's but again, he cut him off of the knees so he doesn't have to draw. Yeah, it's this is terrible. So that's supposed to be Cable? Is that who that is? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm not reading this book. No. Dude, it's just terrible. So that was our worst covers of the week. If there is a worse cover, I beg you to find it because there wasn't a worse one than these two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on to best cover of the week, though. Dude, I don't even read this. and I, I, You know what? It actually, it reminds me of fucking uh, a Disturbed album cover. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like it. No, I think this is a badass cover. Uh, the Death Dealer, and it doesn't even give you like... Opus Comics doesn't even give you like the issue number. Issue number one, who knows? But it is a badass cover. Yeah, it's it's cool. 
another great cover this week was Moon Knight, Black, White, and Blood. Dude, they're on fire with these Moon Knight covers. Like I was telling Matt earlier before before we started the show and we were finishing up with, with all the slides, I wish they would get Albuquerque to do a Moon Knight, a couple Moon Knight covers soon, because that's the way that these are drawn. It's right in his wheelhouse. It's the the darker images that like the the way it's drawn. I I would I would love to see a badass Albuquerque Moon Knight cover. So, yeah, but that's a badass cover. I like that. I haven't seen any of the. I haven't seen anything this week. I haven't been into a into a shop. It's a light. It was a light week because usually when there's uh, books that come out on like the last day of the month of the thirtieth or the thirty first, it everybody's like already released their big books for the month, so it's usually just a a light week. So, and that's why I asked you that. That's why I asked you, like, okay, what should I pick up? Because I'm in a new town, and I'm like, okay, is it worth driving all the way across town to go pick up some stuff? So I took your advice, and I didn't grab anything, but I'll... Dylan, I mean, really, the only thing that was probably worth picking up this week, there were actually a lot of first appearance stuff that came out this week we'll get into in the first appearance section, but um, Action Comics 1000, not Action Comics, but Amazing Fantasy 1000 is probably, like, the only book that... I feel like it was really worth picking up this week, but America, America, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> but sticking with comics, um, Kyle showed me a poster mm. earlier this week, and it was like we should talk about this on the show. And I think it's interesting debate, um, and it gets the chat involved. Is who should be on the Mount Rushmore of comics? Not Superman. Why not Superman? Is that Superman? I thought that was John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> John Cena, you wouldn't be able to see him. No, I, I, John, I think John Cena's on it to the to the left of Spider Man, but you just don't see him. Oh, okay. Where's the shadow, man? The shadow n- always knows. So, if it were my Mount Rushmore, I think it would be it would be Spidey for sure. It would be Batman. I would put Nightwing on there because he's just a stud. And then I would also have who else would I put on there? Me. Ooh. And then definitely me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I would have fucking I would put Deathstroke on there. Ooh. But that's the question is like what goes into deciding what qualifies you to be put on the Mount Rushmore comics? Awesomeness. Because I think like if you go off of like the contribution that that character has provided, you you have to go Superman, you have to go Batman, Spidey, and then I think you maybe like even Rick Grimes over Captain America, but Captain America belongs there too. It's hard it's hard to pick a Mount Rushmore of this kind of thing. That's why I thought it was such an interesting topic because I think you could get so many different points of view. Yeah, it's crazy you went Rick Grimes. That's a unique perspective on Rick Grimes because we're sitting here looking at like superheroes and I was looking at superheroes and you went Rick Grimes. It's like that was – that's a good way to to go because I I, I throw the Hulk on there. But Rick Grimes, like you kind of have to if you're at Mount Rushmore. Only because of what Walking Dead helped do for comics when it came out. Yeah. 
it, it kind of pushed <laughs> comics back in to people kind of, you know, excitement again. Even though it was low print runs, you know, and it was it brought around these new characters. And I think hey, that's not bad. And I was, so, I'm ashamed to admit this, and I was chatting with Matt a little bit about it throughout the week, but I have never read any of the Walking Dead comics. I own some single. So we're just going to get rid of Jedi there. <laughs> but I picked up, I picked up the compendium and I want to finish this series by the end of the year because it deserves some respect and I haven't given it any respect. It's because it, it's a commitment. It's just like I was saying to Sam earlier, one piece is a fucking commitment. So Rick Grimes, yes, I've just seen the series. I I don't know, BK, because Spawn is not the cultural phenomenon that Walking Dead became. What is Spawn? Spawn. He's saying that Spawn has more impact than The Walking Dead. No, absolutely not. I think in the time, Spawn was everywhere. So it was the you know, especially for as many as like number one was printed and everything and you know how there was a million copies of that book out there i could see then but like I, I it was like it's a cult classic spawn is like a cult has like a cult following but the walking dead is is very mainstream now right so right. I, that's why i would that's why i kind of agree with matt with the rick grimes thing so one of so if we're looking at objective criteria you'd want to look at <laughs> Popularity, you want to look at staying power, um, maybe sales numbers. Uh, I would say of the four that are up there, Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, definitely are cemented uh, on Mount Rushmore. But uh, Captain America spot, I think, is probably up for grabs. Um, ironically, the One Piece is now among the, the top selling comics worldwide and it's outperformed batman and spider-man uh just superman left above it but now of course this being a mount rushmore reference you probably want to have just the western comics being represented rather than having something um that's a patriotic outlook i i really like that (laughs) something from yeah rather than bring something overseas uh so you know staying power is is one of the things that you want to have on the list and and so that's why i'd say maybe walking dead has a lot of impact but does it have staying power Um, bk has a pretty good uh comment on that he says spawn is 30 years old and thriving the walking dead is limping along in just under a decade but i don't think that's the case is spawn thriving spawn can't get a new movie made Spawn right. has no represent representation on TV anymore. He gets yeah, some toys, con- yeah, every now and then. He could sell toys, and he's got the the comic book series. But like Kyle said, it's a very it's a very niche thing. Like Spawn has its core fans, and that's really where it sits at. The Walking Dead is still, even though its ratings are where it used to be, it's still one of the most watched TV shows. On, on network TV. It has spawned sequels. It continues to spawn this entire universe. And that's even after 
what three years since the comic or four years <laughs> since the comic ended because i think it ended in 19 or in 2019 so it's still it's still going and to revitalize spawn mcfarland had to spin out and create this whole new universe to even really give that spawn interest a shot in the arm but you know the walking dead is still very strong in a lot of ways to where spawn i would argue is the one that's limping along because i mean you, like spawn you're not getting who's that truly reading spawn? who's truly reading spawn i'll pick a spawn because they're cool covers but who's truly reading spawn like when before walking dead ended like it was people were running to the comic book store to pick up the new issue of the walking dead Exactly. McFarlane was a genius when he created Spawn and Image. He was a full-blown genius. That was his deal. But Walking Dead, dude, it's primetime TV. It's Sunday night TV. I don't know if that's primetime. It's Sunday night. There's still, there's always going to be a spinoff of Walking That's not going anywhere for a while. But to piggyback on what Sam mentioned, I know a lot of people that are into One Piece, and they're fucking hardcore into One Piece. Hardcore. So that has more staying yeah. power than anything else. But again, well, I, th I think we're, we're trying to keep this to, to Western comics and, and probably strictly American, right? Uh, well, so that no, would... I, mean, what would you I don't want to put, put you in a box. I can't put you in a box, man. You deserve to be out of the box, jumping around. like. But you know, well, I, like, I would argue that manga is so big it would deserve its own Mount Rushmore. VK is over here talking about the Mount Fuji of, of manga, and I think that's probably better. Go. Yeah, That's probably a better one, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I'm thinking, you know, the the Walking Dead. The problem with the Walking Dead is that we just it's just not very time tested yet. Like it's been around for probably what 15 years. Uh, well, the comic came out in tw in uh, 2003. The okay, very first so issue. So 19, 20 years. Okay, um, we're looking at it's competing with things that have been around for almost a century, right? The better part of a century. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know about Walking Dead. I don't know Rick Grimes, but um, yeah, Captain America is is probably the weakest choice out of the four on that. And uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. But I don't know that there's anybody better. Iron Man. Wonder Woman. Ooh, little Tony Stark, dude. Well, that's not a bad idea. I think if you look at it, though, like you don't have DC Comics in any form without Superman. You don't I have Marvel say, slash Timely Comics in any form without Captain America. I would say Hulk would probably be Hulk would probably be a contender to be up there. Hulk has been made and remade, uh, you know, a hundred times, um, and probably. <laughs> Probably as iconic, if not more iconic, than Captain America. I agree. I agree. Hulk, Hulk it would definitely take Captain America's place. But, you know, oh, we're just we're talking about Captain Marvel and DC. Is there anybody outside of Marvel and DC that deserves to be on that mountain? Rick Grimes. Yeah, I would say Rick Grimes. <laughs> yeah, who, I mean, who else has had a series like. Wolverine. 
I don't think he I don't think he has the the pow, the staying power or the I don't know. I don't know if he belongs on the Mount Rushmore because that's like a big What about you know, hear me out? <laughs> what about a ninja turtle? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I I put I put a ninja turtle, a generic ninja turtle face up there instead of Captain America. Yeah, I mean, just just a just toss it's, a turtle. It's leftovers into your interpretation to decide which turtle it is. Yeah, yeah he's a white. He's a no, white belt. He's a white belt. Yeah, it's a they turtle. That's a they turtle. <laughs> All inclusive. But that's I a mean, really good point because I wouldn't have thought to, I I was going strictly human, you know, Hulk, human. I don't. I don't know. BK did Spawn really carry the indie section? Like no, I don't. At a it time did where for, you... it, it did for a while, and it really did help push off a lot of stuff for Image. It really did. But I would say yeah, for a while, I would I would swap out Cap for Raphael. That's why I put up there. I could see. I could see. I would just go with. Yeah, I could see Raph. But. It's a question you can ponder because it's a hard question. There's many ways to look at it. But let us know in the comment section below what you feel like your Mount, Mush- Mount Rushmore. Would you, okay, it's, we won't say Mount Rushmore since it's a America thing, but like if you had a mountain a mountain to put faces on, what would be the anime faces you would put on? You'd put on Ichigo. For sure. Uh, <laughs> Ichigo. I'd start with I'd start with Goku. Then Luffy, um, Naruto, and mm. at this Mashed point, probably and the story, probably the death Demon, note, Slayer. The Demon Slayer oh, over Death Note. Demon Slayer, yeah. Tan- uh, Tanjiro Kamado is is Akira. Akira is a good know. one. That's Demon Slayer over Rukia. I agree with you on Luffy, Naruto. Yep. Oh, um, Gone. Gone might be a good one. Someone's got uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> VK. VK's not happy with my choices there. I mean, you got Full Metal Alchemist too, also, like Ed, and that's that's a hard one. Yep. Again, that fourth spot is a hard one. Oh, Black. My my daughter says Ichigo, Black Star. Would you say? Naruto, uh, Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon's a good one. You'd have, yeah, you'd have to throw a nod towards Sailor Moon on that one. Put Voltron on there. Yeah. So let us know in the comment section below who you would put on your Mount Rushmore slash Mount Fuji of comic book and anime characters. Um, <laughs> be interesting to know. But let's move along here for the sake of time, and let's get into. Mouse, Rat Fink, motherfucker. <laughs> Our uh, first appearances of the week. Like I said, was saying that there is some go, first appearances that came out this week. Um, Amazing Fantasy 1000. Not only was it the 1000th issue, you get your first appearance of Conspirator, who is a man in a giant robotic suit, who is basically the um, 
a Spider-Man like version of Scarecrow. webs out of his wang. <clears throat> yeah, he's basically the Spider-Man version of Scarecrow. He uses a toxin to um, basically make you think your biggest nightmares are coming true. They spelled crunch wrong. So there's your first appearance for Action Comics 1000. Next, you had Thunderbolts issue one. Um, in the first appearance of issue, or the first issue of Thunderbolts, you got the first appearance of uh, Guts and Glory, Egro the Unbreakable, the new Thunderbolts roster of Hawkeye, Spectrum, America Chavez, Power Man, Persuasion, who is the daughter of um, Purple Man, uh, Guts and Glory. Is that a Liefeld gun? Uh, no, but it kind of looks like it, huh? And Egro the Unbreakable. So that's all the first appearances you got. Big first appearances, or I shouldn't say big, but a lot of first appearances in the first Thunderbolts issue. Um, up next, the Power Rangers Unlimited, which uh, celebrated, it's a one-shot celebrating the 100th issue of Power Rangers. You got your first appearance of the Sister Supernova and the Death Ranger. Um, a lot of people are saying the Death Ranger is going to be a big deal, so it might be worth picking that one up uh, if you're into Power Rangers. Uh, and then... In DC Saved by the Bella Reeve, you get your first appearance of Sydney, who is an ally of Damien and Jonathan Kent. Don't know if that's going to go anywhere, but this segment is just highlighting the first appearances that came out this week. And then in Gamut, um, you get your first appearance of Sol, uh, Sol Rez, who's just a business mogul. Uh, that's a cool cover. Yeah, it's better than the, the alternate cover, which is a shirtless Gambit. I know that was terrible. That almost made the list. Mm -hmm. So there you go. You get your. Uh, those are all the first appearances from this week. Uh, so, not saying that they're going to turn anything. It's just highlighting what the first appearances are this week. So this week, and now we're moving on to our top five. This week we just decided to do our top five TV shows. Um, I'll be right back. I got to take a quick. Jedi's got to go take a poop, so he'll be back in a little bit. <laughs> a grumpy. No, no grumpy. He's busting a grumpy. So we'll we'll start off here with the list. First off is my list. I had to do a couple honorable mentions because this was actually really hard for me. So my honorable mentions go like this. King of the Hill, Venture Brothers, Ballers. Any one of these could have found its, its top spot at my number five. Um, but I love King of the Hill, uh, Venture Brothers, was just some great nostalgia for me as a John growing up at towards the end of the Johnny quest phase. It was just that, that little Johnny quest fill and then ballers. I feel like is one of the greatest sports shows ever. Um, you know, I'm not a sports guy and I enjoyed watching ballers. Yeah. It was a really good show. It's kind of cool when they do stuff like that. The show's kind of the other side of, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I, it was kind of, it was cool. But starting off number five for me was Silicon Valley. This is a show that I've loved every season of. I would quote the show constantly, talk about scenes from it, um, enjoy every minute watching it. it you know, Trace Comas, you, you got to get, if you're rich, you have to have cars with doors that go like this, not like this. <laughs> you know, so there's so much great comedy gold. Mike Judge is just the master of his craft, and the show is just fantastic number four for me eastbound and down it doesn't get much better than kenny fucking powers man like there's so many life lessons you can learn from kenny fucking powers dude 
you know. Dude, yeah, Kenny Powers was awesome. Uh, number three, Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's a series that I love. Um, it's still near and dear to my heart. I like to rewatch it, uh, and I can't wait to show my kid it one day. Number two, Boy Meets World. It's, this is a show that oh. I grew up on that is still so so good. I will watch anytime I see reruns. Um, it's just kind of one of those guilty pleasure shows. When this me. boy meets world, my number one is Breaking Bad. It's for me. It's hard to find a TV show that has outdone Breaking Bad. I can think of one. Oh, I'm interested to see. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's my next. I, I think so, yes. So I this was really hard for me. I sat in bed and and my wife Dude. and my daughter laughing because I it was I kind of based this on now that I'm thinking about it, other shows are popping in my head, but I kind of based on stuff that I watched like I watch over and over again. And below deck, this is this is our Monday night, finding my wife's Monday night, where this is what I look forward to laying down in bed, sitting there, yes, watching below deck and going, Holy shit, what the hell is going on with these people? These people are all nuts. Yo, that is my I drank way too much on Saturday night and I watch it all day Sunday show. That's a great selection. The chefs, dude, the chefs are the best. Dude, most of them are dicks. They're always falling in love and fighting with each other. <laughs> Great pick. If you're not Great watching the show, you are just missing out. You're fucking up. Yeah, you really are. Yeah. Do you watch this, Matt? I don't watch Below Deck, no. Do you watch it, Sam? No, I've never even heard of it. You oh, got to. I bet your <laughs> wife watches it. Is it a reality show? Yeah. Okay. Yo, they get tipped fat money too on that show. They work their asses off. They're like, here's 10 grand. Water. Yeah. Just why isn't that slide up yet? And then they go out and they get fucking hammered afterwards and then they fight with each other. It's just they're either getting together or they're fighting or they're doing both. It's just a great show to watch. It's a good reality show if you're a normal human. Um, what streaming service is Blow Deck on? It's on. Uh, it's on Bravo. It's on Bravo. So whatever does Bravo. I'll look it up. It's good. It's awesome. So my number four is Criminal Minds. I I watch this show nonstop all the time. It's one of those. If it's on, I'm watching it. I was super bummed that they took it off of Netflix because I probably watched it first season to last episode that they had on there, I probably watched it like four times. Easily. I got, I I got good news for you, Kyle. I think it's back on Netflix. My kids watch it nonstop. Oh, good. I'm so glad. I tried to look for it like three days ago and it wasn't on there. So CSI is not better, sir. That is an incorrect statement. <laughs> so I just love this show. <laughs> so my number three is Supernatural. Ooh. Same thing. I just can't stop fucking watching this show. Drives Nubia crazy when I sit and start to watch it. Because she fucking hates it. And she just doesn't understand the awesomeness of it. I am getting the star tattoo so I never get possessed. 
I, it's just, it's just, it's, it's just the way it is. That's the two brothers, right? They're brothers. Yeah. Or am I thinking another show? Sam, they happy buddy? and they're singing and they're colored. Dean really talks like this in real life too, because he's at the boys. So, I know Sam is a huge Supernatural fan. Yeah, my son's name is Dean. So, okay, and my number two, Scrubs. It's mm. the fucking best show ever made. Ever made. It like must not. It must not be. One. It it must ever not be the best one. show. Yeah, second <laughs> best show. Second best show ever made. <laughs> but this is a show that I. Okay. Oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to click it. This is a show that, as everybody knows, it pushed boundaries. Spoiler alert. It pushed. Fuck it. Go to the first one. <laughs> Keep talking about Scrubs. I was about to insult you with Scrubs and be like, I feel like people who watch Scrubs are on the same level with people who just do nothing but watch Community over and over again. I've never seen Scrubs. Never. I, dude, <laughs> I just don't know if you can do this show, man. I, I have to ruin How do you not watch Scrubs? It's awesome. <laughs> it's funny. every. It's one of those shows, it's funny every time you watch it. You know what it's going to be. And they've got the best song, the guy love song. It's guy love between two guys. House is a really good guy one. Love. House is an awesome one. I and then so my number one show that I will never ever stop watching is The Big Bang Theory. I watch this show every fucking day. I have watched it since season one. I watched it reruns. I watch it every day. This is the best show ever. It's still funny. I can quote almost every episode. It's great. The Simpsons is good. This, If you would have asked me a few years ago, I probably would have put Simpsons on there. Some of my runner-ups are Modern Family. Love that show. Psych. Fantastic. I was actually surprised Psych didn't make it on your list. <laughs> There was lots of discussion about this today. Yes. <laughs> monk? Oh, fucking Monk. Man, you're all about the USA comedy serials. Yeah, I, lo- I like the psych. So, but that's my top five. If you don't like it, fight me. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're a oh, man, this, this, this must be me. So, King of Queens, I'm sure everybody has seen it, but this, I have a... It's got a special place in my heart because my wife and I would always watch this together, and she reminds me of Carrie and every her mannerisms, everything reminds me of my wife. And I just think Leah Remini is beautiful, even though she was a crazy whack job with Scientology. Like, I just love the show. He drinks beer, he watches sports, he's just a normal everyday Joe Schmo, and I love it. And it's always on, so that's why it was my number five. BK says uh, Below Deck equals banned from all discussions. No, man. You need to watch Below Deck. It's hilarious. Dead to Me. um, Have you guys seen Dead to Me? Yes. Mm. Dead to Me is good. Dead to Me, I think, is hilarious. Uh, Just because I could see this happening in these, like, upper, like, hoity-toity places. Um, Spoiler alert. Um... Christina Applegate's husband gets killed by a, by a lady driving a car. It just so happens to be 
the brunette in the picture. They end up becoming friends through a support group and shit just gets crazy all the time. There's two seasons out on Netflix. I think it was signed for a third great show. I love it. I've seen them all several times. Because of Married with Children, Christina Applegate will always have a place in my heart. And I will always watch it when she's in it. She's banging in this show. Still, she's banging. Banging. So when I sat down with Christina Applegate, <laughs> this almost made my list. Yeah, shameless. It, to me, um, it's everybody already knows. I don't even have to talk about this. It, dysfunctional family. Frank Gallagher is a drunk. I love him. I'm trying. I think about slipping and falling all the time. All the time. The problem with Shameless was it was great for quite a few seasons. And then it just like you kind of tell that they kind of ran out of ideas. And then once. Yeah. Uh, and once Fiona left, there was no point to watch the show. The show got super political <laughs> towards the end, but I just think I can't disregard the first like two or three seasons because of all the craziness that happened. And I'm sorry if I'm cutting in and out. It's primetime porn time at the hotel, I'm sure. <laughs> it's primetime time. True. I'm sure it is. Let's hit number two. Come on. Stranger Things, like this, I... Um, when my wife and I, when my wife was, she was either pregnant or we were trying to do the dealio, we started watching Stranger Things and it just, yeah, it just became a, a, dude, it became, it just reminds me of growing up arcades, everything. Everybody already knows Stranger Things is great show. I had to put it on number two. I had to put it at number two. Numero uno. A teacher. Has anybody seen this series? I actually have, yes. A teacher. Okay, it's ten, it's 10 episodes. They're like 25 minutes a piece. I bet I've seen every episode half a dozen times. Super good. So this girl is a teacher, coincidentally. And no it, shit, you don't say. No <laughs> shit. And they she becomes infatuated with a student and vice versa and they start having relations well then it comes out and she gets busted and he's kind of just a little wiener because he gets all butthurt because he's in love she's in love but she's married it's great if it was my son i'd be giving him a high five and telling him good job you smashed the hottest teacher in the county but unfortunately <laughs> that's not how it worked out i love the show it's super fast um one season it's it, it is my favorite series i always tell people watch a teacher it's quick it's easily digestible kmara is so hot too but i like oh, what i like about this hot. show too is that it shows both sides of it so I mean, a lot yeah. of people have that mindset of, you know, go you, you know, you're slamming, you're smashing your hot teacher, but it doesn't do, a, it does do a really good job of showing the effects that kind of inappropriate underage relationship has on the per yeah. people, you know, the, the kid involved in it too. So, yeah. And there's a warning at the beginning of the show. And I think at the end of the show that like tell you, fuck off. I don't love underage. <laughs> it's just a great, it's a great show. And, and it's a show that, and, you know, I threw this list together and I was like, okay, what have I watched over and over and over? And a teacher is something that 
I watch it all the time, and I always find something new in those episodes. It's a great show. It was written well. She's hot. He's silly. She's slamming, yeah. What's what's that one show that Smoke you said? Smoke show. All of us, or? This is us. Oh, that's what I was surprised that wasn't on Matt's list. I do like that show a lot, but I will never watch it again though because I cried every episode. So did Matt. That's that's. I didn't cry every episode, but that's how I feel. It was so good, at, but it's something I would never. I'll never go back and rewatch. So he cried every episode. He told me a t- a t- you wouldn't. You wouldn't watch it again. What this? Uh, this is us or a teacher? It. What you liked? What a teacher? Oh, it it was all about. Ba- it was all bouncing it out, man. Somebody's buffering a donkey oh, show next door two different fucking conversations going on here one about a teacher and one about this is us so we'll just we'll just go ahead and move on to land or to max's list sam's come on sam's god damn it sorry I apologize. Hey, we're all crunchers former crunchers it's okay eventually you'll get to sam <laughs> yeah sam's list. uh i i didn't think i was a horror guy until mike flanagan came along and convinced me otherwise uh, Mike Flanagan has done a lot of horror. He did uh, Gerald's Game, did um, uh, Doctor Sleep, House, or uh, the the Haunting of Hill House, the Haunting of Bly Manor, and he's got more stuff coming out on Netflix. But any horror movie that has, or any horror series or movie that you have found to be transcendental, more than likely Mike Flanagan is behind it. And Midnight Mass was this show I was very excited to see. Is that and Walt's brother? Walt Walt Flanagan. I don't know who. <laughs> I don't know the reference, but uh, uh, Midnight Matt Mass Walt. blew me away. Midnight Mass blew me away. Freaking love this show. I've watched it several times, um, and so I would be remiss if I if I didn't give a nod to Mike Flanagan, my favorite horror director. Uh, I I swapped this one out, um, but this is a show that I watch every year with my kids. Over the Garden Wall, Elijah Wood is the voice of the cone hat guy there. His name is Wirt, and whoever did the voice of Greg just absolutely captures childhood innocence and mischievousness. Um, it's a fantastic short little series from Cartoon Network. Each episode is about 10 minutes long, and there's 10 of them. So you get through the whole thing in about uh, hours, about an hour and a half. Um, fantastic music, fantastic atmosphere. It's it's again, it's be scary for little kids. So it's not gonna, you know, make you wet your bed or anything. But um, it is a, a fun watch, and there are some surprisingly dark tones to it. Parks and Recreation. If I'm not wet in my bed. I'm out. <laughs> I'm fucking out. Parks and Recreation is is the comedy series from for this list here. Um, I have rewatched this show many many times. I had I was on uh, the inter- on Reddit the other day, and I said they were talking about The Office, and I said, you know, The Office is about bad people doing funny things, and Parks and Rec is about good people doing funny things, and. It was a controversial take. A lot of people were like, the people on the office are bad. And I would say, I would challenge you to reflect on the life choices of the people in the office. And I think you'll see that they are bad people versus Parks and Rec, where everyone is good, except um, the one boyfriend who lasted two seasons, then they got replaced by 
Adam Scott and uh, Chris Traeger. So um, Parks and Rec is is a great show. Next. This is what I would say I would challenge you on doing better than uh, Breaking Bad because I think Better Call Saul is a better show than Breaking Bad. Um, done by the same people, you know, it's the same same verse, you know. It, uh, Better Call Saul just had its finale. I think they absolutely nailed it. And I we talked earlier, I think the, the law in the show is very, very good. And I can't wait to watch it again. It's so good. Lastly is the show that has been my primary source of entertainment. Not just the show, but the comics and the movies. Because <laughs> he likes park and, Parks and Rec less after hearing Sam's <laughs> explanation of it. <laughs> Uh, One Piece One Piece has been my primary source of entertainment for the last almost 20 years um, God, That's a commitment and, and I can't wait to see where they go with it but Yeah That's it Awesome Nobody's going to throw Nobody's going to throw my bonus slide in there I did what? not make your real sex bonus slide <laughs> No spank bang for you <laughs> Damn it, I Kyle. thought about putting taxi cab confessions, but I wasn't <laughs> sure if I wanted to go there. Dude, my my internet is terrible right now. I it was only joking, Sam. He loves you. All right. So, so I can take it. when 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 Sam mentioned uh, you mentioned a character, Greg. It Greg, hit me no. with has it, you were talking. I don't remember the the show you were talking about. One of the Over main the characters was Greg. Okay, so has anyone seen the HBO series Succession? No. No. Sorry, dead air. <laughs> please, please watch one episode of Succession, and I guarantee if you're not hooked, I'll eat your ass. Oh, okay. Well, that's. <laughs> I am not taking a, that bet. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> nope, no Ooh, thank you. Anyways, uh, no, move no, on from. Succession is solved. I could Moving never get that into is... The Sopranos. The succession is solid. Aways got your back. You got to think. That's what's too, up, like, man. I can't even. I was maybe a teenager when The Sopranos was going on, so it was like not even on my radar. Yeah, that was like the Clinton years. Yeah, it wasn't even in my radar. So, but all right, Bert, it's time. Bert, Bert, Bruce, I'm not allowed to talk to you. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jedi. No, man. Bruce, succession's where it's at, man. I promise. It's not sex session. Succession. You're the one over here talking about eating ass with it and stuff. Yeah, so, that's, how, that's how confident I am in the show. <laughs> okay. This well, my, if he hasn't already done it enough on this show night. tonight, it's time to <laughs> talk a little bit more anime with Sam. Big anime news and only the biggest of anime news for you guys. We keep it to the cream of the crop. Three stories, no more. So Netflix is now streaming so many more anime titles. They're going to be uh, launching 
Death Note, Death Note Relight number one, Death Note Relight two, and uh, 13 other anime. You may have noticed that there's uh, they've got the full series of uh, Hunter Hunter now on Netflix. Um, so if you're into all of the uh, the Shonen Jump titles, now's your your moment to shine on Netflix because they've they've hosted a whole bunch. Next. Uh, show, speaking of Shonen Jump, they are canceling two titles uh, in the next couple. Or they already canceled one, um, which was uh, Doron Dororon. Um, and they're going to be canceling another one, which is Earth Child, both of which, in my opinion, uh, Doron Dororon was better. Earth Child was just is awful. It sucked so bad. Um, I'm surprised it made it this long. Uh, but they're going to be replaced. The next one is Tokyo Demon Bride Story. And there's going to be another one called um, uh, Ryuka and uh, Dinka, I think is what it's called. Dinka and Ryuka. Uh, that starts on September 12th to replace those two titles. And the the uh, Demon Bride Story, I think, is uh, following in the success of a... Uh, Ruri Drag, which was a very a new series, is very popular when it launched. The author has had health conditions, and so they haven't been able to continue. They're on hiatus for a couple weeks, um, but I think that's what we're going to be seeing. There's the very similar aesthetic, uh, so hopefully these ones aren't stinkers like the last two that just got canceled. Let's hope. And finally. Uh, Hunter Hunter's author Yoshihiro Togashi is hiring staff. <laughs> Yay! He's been doing Hunter Hunter himself, um, and it led to him having severe back problems and other I'm health issues. Staring draw forever. Well, yeah, he he <laughs> he developed basically carpal tunnel. That I don't I don't think that he's got. I think he's just kind of saying hi there. I'm not sure that that's what he's going to be doing, but um, Hunter Hunters. Sam makes up these titles. <laughs> it's all real, man. I, I put I put the links in our Google Doc so Matt knows that I'm not just making it up. Um, yeah, Bruce Jan Bruce Jenner last night. He said something about breaking your back as far as slang. So uh, made me think of it. What? So yeah, uh, yeah. Togashi has hired staff because he realizes that producing the chapters is more important than him producing it by himself under his own power. He's just coming off of a three and a half, almost four year hiatus uh, because of health issues. So now, yeah, absolutely, it's time to get staff on board so we can get this series wrapped up. And that's it for the manga anime news. Uh, if you guys want to know more, let me know. Uh, send me comments. Send me uh, a message on Triple G, Triple D Dodgeball, and uh, be happy to answer your questions. Hartman hits me up all the time. <clears throat> Only news in Japan is they have injured wrists from working too much. Yeah, blow your back out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and it's time for our final segment of the night: Movie Wars.
So as you know, last week it was Tremors versus uh, the Burbs. The Burbs won. And so now its competition is big. Tom Hanks hmm. versus Tom Hanks. So we've got the Burbs versus big. What does everybody think? Burbs, period. Me. Nah, I love big. Big is such a great movie. So that the piano scene so iconic. Uh, but that's, that's the only good. scene that I remember is the piano scene. That's the only scene that popped into my mind when I thought they was like, oh, they're dancing oh, the on a piano. Over. Wait, dude, yeah, they, yeah. A, they had bunk beds, and he didn't really know what was going on. She wanted to get it on. He just wanted to play. It was. Yeah. Oh, no, big is iconic. It, um, it's, it, it perfectly captures that childhood dream everybody has of what it's going to be like when you're an adult and i'm surprised and at your choice between if you if you love a teacher you should love big yeah i'm i big was like one of those vhs's that i didn't rent all the time the burbs is one that i wore out and i probably rewound that tape at least 20 times like i always rented the burbs i loved it i loved it yeah, Jedi again loves underage sex. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. Like I voted against big yo. <laughs> so it I sounds like beer. I need more beer. So let's run down the the list. And Kyle, what? How do you? Where do you fall? I'm going with the burbs. My man. I'm going for big Sam. Big, big two for big stumbling the burbs. Period. Okay, so we're split. Right, so it's up to the chat. chat. Who's moving on, chat? Big or the burbs? Burb, my man. My man. AOA says burbs. There's one for my burbs. Man. Three to two. Bruce, Bruce Janet, don't let me down, dude. Lord BK says uh, big. Piano is given. Bruce Jenner says big. Dude. Oh, Lord, man. Lord again says big. So it's so TK says big. Looks like so big take is gonna big. take it. Well, obviously, big's going down next week, so this it'll be short lived, y'all. All right, so I guess the takeaway from this is the big dick, the big energy. Dick energy. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like big will be have the burbs has lost. Big will now have a new competitor next week. So next week I'll have a new movie for us to compete with. Oh, the the reigning champ always has another title shop. I really thought Sean was going to come through and say the burbs. I really did. He disappointed me. Still love you, man, but. It is. I'm a little salt. Yeah. I'm a little salty about this. I'm a little salty about this one. Where's that thumbs down at? <laughs> <Put> <laughs> it so there it is. Another episode of SNS in the books, boys. We've got some dodgeball clips to show. Oh, we do have dodgeball clips. Yeah. So one of our guys is a 45 year old legend. His name is Ted, and it was his birthday on Wednesday night. So we went freaking all out. It was a Ted-centric night. Uh, we we explained the legend of Ted in the first clip. Who has the clips? 
Here, I'll bring him up and I guess. I got it. You got it? Still nothing? No? It's in the Google Doc. All right. Hold on. Everybody, we're just going to sit here quiet for a minute while I'm at a... What the fuck, Matt? Hey. Sorry, 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 sorry. If you guys didn't check out the last episode of Thresholds of Reality, it was an epic episode. Which one? Thresholds of Reality. I'm like, I'm like two episodes behind, but I talk about your moon guy all the time. Oh, he was awesome. The bet. I don't think we landed on the moon. Nope, we didn't. You ready, no, Matt? there's no way. So we had was it Bill Burns on? Bill Byers. Bill Burns. Burns. Bill Burns. And this dude dropped knowledge. But let's hear Sam. It's it, for some reason it's not allowing me to add the audio for this. So okay, we'll skip to the last clip then. It's silent. <clears throat> Hold on, let me try this. Let me stop sharing. You have I'm to share to the audio it. too. Yeah, I am, and it's just not coming through. Uh, let's try Turn again. It up. I, need, Turn it I, need, up. I need to talk to the I need to talk to the production manager. Yeah, probably. You're talking to him right now. It probably <laughs> it's probably a good. Uh, which which I'm talking to three of y'all. Let me know if you can hear it. Hold on, let me refresh again. No. Nope. Yeah, so it's not Ooh. even giving me the option to share audio anymore. All right, just put up the picture. I'll take care of this. Years old. Ted went bald. Did he? And had his second to last drink of water ever. Oh, good. All right. And then when he was 12, Involved, killed two stones with one bird. I mean, there's a lot of dead air for the the audio listeners here. So, I mean, do you want to explain what's going on, Sam? Uh, so the legend of Ted is that at various ages he did these amazing acts, and at eight years old, he went bald and he had his last drink of water. He's just he's only smoked cigarettes ever since. Um, and then actually, like he actually, during our games, I, I've only seen him drink water one time. All the other, he drinks cigarettes. Um, that's him right there. <laughs> with the tattoos. And, and Brian says that at age 21, he was, yeah, Ted conceived him. We made him a cake that's shaped like an ashtray, dumped water on his head. And it was a good time. Uh, I hope you guys check out Triple D Dodgeball. We we do have a lot of fun. We got a lot of great clips. Um, it's it'd be even better if you guys would come out and play. If you're from Arizona, but um, understand that there's a heat and and uh, it's a drive for a lot of people. But we do have a good time. Um, we're probably more fun to watch than the other dodgeball, the World Dodgeball Federation that had their tournament, their worldwide tournament this week. And uh, USA. Where's that hosted at? Who hosts that? Uh, it's who the hosts Ocho? the world dodgeball. Um, Correct. It's uh, you can watch it on Twitch TV or dodgeball okay. TV on Twitch. Um, but it's, it's pretty boring stuff. Honestly, we're way <laughs> more fun. 
Then we got another dodgeball clip here to share. This is Ted going ham on everyone else in Triple D. And what we did was we set it up so that Ted and Tyler uh, went – we did like a tag team match. So the two of them versus the other six people who showed up that night. And they, they ended up like camping on us, like getting all these spawn kills on us. As soon as we'd run out after a tag, they'd hit us and force a rotation. So uh, we didn't really think it through, but it was a lot of fun anyway. Rip Ted. You want me to share it, Matt? Yeah. So we got Ted's Ted's in the back. It's it was so hot he had to take his shirt off. It was probably 102 degrees in that gym. That's it. That's like a spring day here. <laughs> Wind up in the pitch. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I would get bullied on in that dodgeball session. Look at that. Look at that. that's close quarter combat, man. Yeah, that's so Duke, small. That's, that's Duke Nukem type shit. Yeah, but no, they're not hitting them. Dude's like <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a lot of fun. But close close quick. quarters is where it's at. No, man. Yeah, I need the a gymnasium. Of, there's absolutely the amount of Advil max. I have to take after this for my knees and be insane. Dude, my knee's still busted right now. Yeah, exactly. Cause you're always constantly pivoting and shifting. Catch. It's over. No, man. That'd be hard. That'd be hard. So there you go. Happy birthday to Ted. Triple D Dodgeball, baby. So on Instagram. Check us out live on Facebook. And then check out the last episode of Thresholds Reality. Actually, the last two episodes have been really good. We had uh, Wendy and Rebecca on talking about some of their ghost hunts. We had, uh, what's his name again? Bill Burns. Bill Burns. UFO hunter and expert. Oh, dude. If the knowledge this dude drops, it was probably would have been our best interview if his audio didn't cut out and he had to read his lips. But he just dropped UFO knowledge. And it's, it's a great, great episode. So guys, go check it out. Who was the guy that was audio only? He's the last one that I caught in... Full. That That's Jeff not Wall the UFO. One. Yeah, he's okay. a different UFO hunter that we had. Okay. So the cool okay. thing about the last guy we had on is most UFO sightings that are documented recently, he says right? it's our own American technology. It's our own government's technology. It's our own technology. It's not really extraterrestrial. It's ours. So wait, he's saying that everything that's being leaked is our own government technology. It's not actually. So he's saying like the Phoenix Lights, that's our technology. He was saying like. The... Basically everything since the 80s has been us. Yeah. Hmm. I like that kind of stuff, man. Like I, I'm all about like. I read a book called uh, a long time ago, The Day After Roswell. And it talks is written by. Colonel Philip J. Corso and how they reverse engineered the alien landing in Roswell and that that's how we have the B-2 bomber and I love that stuff so I'm glad that like two dudes that like I know through another podcast started that 
So now it's like, okay, I can listen to these dudes talk about this because y'all are cool. The one thing that you should know is that we don't really try to debunk anybody. No, or, not, nor just, do we endorse con- anybody. But we're, yeah, we're just it's trying a conversation. To see we want to hear people's stories. We want to hear what they have to say, and we'll yeah. let you decide. We'll let you guys figure. Yeah, out. it it's a conversation. It's let's talk about this. Totally. So head over to Thresholds of Reality when you guys are bored. Check it out. Like, subscribe, comment. Um, this Tuesday we have another ghost hunter coming on. It's actually the UFO guy's wife from the other day. Of course, of it's course, his wife coming on. <laughs> so we're really excited about that. Um, we've got some cool stuff lined up still. So with when are we gonna see Sam, footage from the ghost hunt? Right. I think we're still putting that together. Um, that is probably going to be uh, the 13th, September 13th. I, I still think the, the footage is still being edited, isn't it? Yeah. So check it out. Head over to MCM and check them out if you want. If not, I don't care either way. But for Saturday Night Special, thanks for everybody that came to hang out. Sam needs to hit, get out of here to go wrestle. Mm. Thank you, Jedi, for hanging out. Yeah, man. Always, Matt. We love everybody in the chat. I'll be talking to Hartman as soon as uh, this is done. We've got some guitar shit to talk about. So have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy your fucking three-day weekend. Enjoy Labor Day. Don't labor at all on Monday, and have a great night. I had to work all week. Except for Jedi. Yeah.